Good morning. Good guten tag. Welcome to the podcast. What episode are we on? Right out of my house. Out of episode, my fucking living room. Episode six? Nine. Nine? Yeah. CSB009. Oh yeah. I was recommending people the podcast on the on my on my Twitch, and I kept accidentally saying the Castle Super Beast cast. Don't don't do that. I know. You have to not do that. They it's, stole they stole it from us. You have to in the past. Yeah. They found the gun that could yeah. kill the past. That's right. And then they killed it. Yeah. <laughs> and we were forced to adapt. This is the Castle Super Beast podcast. That's what you're listening to right now. That's correct. Don't <laughs> ever, ever get it twisted. <laughs> Despite the fact that it slips right off the tongue because of how smooth it is to put those two words together. Beasts are smooth, especially super beasts. Yes. Was but that a Rob Zombie song? Super Beast is a Rob Zombie song, and uh, I had at least one uh, person reach out on Twitter and go, "Why didn't you use that as the theme?" This and is a I was like, "Track, man, you want me to put? Why didn't I use a, a Rob Zombie's Super Beast as <laughs> a tune that I should upload to iTunes every week?" Is did you ask you, me? Yeah, is that the question? That is the question. <laughs> Wooly, why didn't you install the DMX mod on your play- PlayStation Four for the Twitch stream for my for the Twitch and then upload? Put it up on YouTube as well. So why didn't every I... time you got chased by Mr. X, the video would mute. Right. This is my favorite one. You know that would have been that would have been hilarious to to do that and then never actually have any idea what Mr. X is supposed to sound like or be like or he whatever. Sounds spooky because memes have hit peak. Oh. Oh, they're hitting peak memes. Have you seen Sexy Mr. X? And, I have. And Thomas? Certainly. Oh, Thomas the Tank Engine, Mr. X. And, and well, the the real peak is when people get, like myself, get to experience it entirely without never knowing what the real thing was. Yeah. Where the only thing I know is X gonna give it to you. Mm-hmm. And then there's no original version. So if I ever encounter it years down the You'll line like, huh. and someone plays the music and then I go, what the fuck is this? And they stare at me and go, what is wrong with you? And I go, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Knock, yeah. knock. I mean, Capcom said open up the door. And yeah, they know. <laughs> they know. Uh, Have you seen the, the question? Fucking... Is does does Dogmaster Extreme know? Yeah, you know? that's not. I don't think that's his real name, but that's what I've been calling him for years. Um, because of the fake dog noises, he barks. Are they fake? I wouldn't. Though, that's him. He's barking. I wouldn't. I don't know. I he is not a dog man. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call them fake dog noises. I would call them real because DMX is a real motherfucker. <laughs> He's not a dog person, Wooly. <laughs> I would not call them fake dog noises. I would not. That's not. But that's just me. Have you seen uh, the fucking mod that turns every single enemy in the game into Mr. X? Of course. It's it's jank as fuck because in the idol, it's just a bunch of T poses, and that it's complete. It's totally uncompletable. It's there's no fucking way. Like every run I've seen yeah. ends within like ten minutes. But yeah. Um. We, 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 it, it's this, like you said, it's, this is 09. I love this rocking chair. You like it, don't you? Yeah. I know you'd like it. I like rocking I chair. knew you'd like it. I was built to be a grandpa on a porch yelling at the kids, get off my lawn. Hey, Steph, he likes it. It's a rocking it's chair. It's a great I chair. I like it. I got it and I'm like, oh, he, yeah, he'd like that. Yay. He'd like that. 
I those actually, of you listening to the audio version, I'm rocking back and forth in a rocking chair right I'm now. I'm in I'm in a really like giant comfy throne chair that I've I've had for many years now. That's yeah, like a posh grandpa chair. Yeah, it's a big old throne. It's a big old throne. Yeah. You know, you get to lounge all the way back here and it's super comfy. However, um besides the the the, the maximum comfort of this big old chair, uh I definitely spend about 50/50 between mm. this one and that one. Yeah. Throughout the week. When I just want to like take a load off, mm. that rocker is really good. That's a good old rocker. Nope. I kind of feel, I kind of feel, in fact, that like the whole like association with old people, yeah, that we can like do away with that. Nah, see, I'm I'm empowered by this. I want to be old. I I would jump to ninety right now if I could stay ninety for another sixty years. The pain and everything. Yeah, fuck it. It gives you powers. You're because you can steal. You're allowed to be crotchety. You can be you can be the biggest asshole in the world. No one can stop you. Fine, fair enough. However, I still say that you are not going to. Um, I that there. I, I don't think rocking chairs need to be fully associated with the elderly mm. because I think anyone can enjoy a rocking chair. I think the same thing that you enjoy in a rocking chair is what you enjoy in um, a cradle that rocks. What about a hammock? And then eventually a swing, and then a hammock. Yes, because like I have a I have we a... like rocking. And then what do you call those um, backyard ones where it's like it's a big elaborate? Uh, I just call those a, a swing. It, it's it's there's a name. There's a yeah, name it's like for a swinging it. bench kind of thing. Yeah, it's a swinging bench in your backyard for like super fancy people from the 1800s. And uh, those things as well are like just people like rocking. People enjoy a good old like. Movement on their their sit. I have a complicated relationship with hammocks. I think they're cool, but I've never been able to enter one without dying. Yeah, they look easier to get into than they and get out of than they actually are, because they rely on your own body weight to like do a lot. A lot of the mechanics rely on your own body weight, and that's the problem. So uh, when you have to kind of like find a way out of those edges and you're being potted in nice and mm. tight you feel like you might uh be in trouble a little bit i understand i gotta say the only issue i have with this rocking chair is an issue with my own biology i don't know if you can see this woolly but i like to sit with uh, one of my legs crossed underneath one outstretched leg so that my ankle is sitting underneath my knee yeah um which means my feet don't reach the fucking floor yeah so i have to reach down with my toes to push myself off on that original rock. Do your legs not fall asleep when you sit like that? No. Huh. No. It's about uh mine would a thousand percent. So here's the thing, because I have short legs, the 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 my uh my thigh is resting on the ball of my heel. Right? Not my ankle per se. If it was on my ankle, yeah, I'd fucking fall asleep. But okay. since it's resting on the heel, it did no no blood, sleepy nerve, whatever. Okay. I got fucking tiny bitch legs. What do you want? And that is the tiniest possible chair I could have gotten that I can still sit in, mind you. I almost put on Paige's shoes yesterday. <laughs> we're leaving the house. Was that a- accidental? Yeah, accidental. No, we're leaving the house. I, 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 dude, hey, I don't know. No, man. Fuck no we're leaving the house and I go to I slip I go to off. slip my fucking shoes uh, my, my shoes on and she's like Pat, those are my shoes. Because my, I have tiny bitch feet and legs. Wait, were the were the fuck me boots? No, no, they were just fucking wedges. I think she called them. Oh, okay, because for a second I was envisioning you accidentally 
putting on boots. Oh, the fucking hooker come boots. Come all the, the way up white to above the knee. Rustic shit. And then you get one, and then you zip it all the way up, and then you go, "Oops, whoa!" Oh yeah, no, oops. Wrong, wrong oh, my, whoa, 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 hey, honey, yeah, this never happened. Almost walked out with the house like, look how I almost walked out of the house. Isn't that wacky? Zany, in fact. Okay, so not the fuck me boots. No. Okay. <laughs> well, you know. I mean, shit. Don't let your imagination get the better of you, buddy. I'm trying to imagine that... I, I, I imagine they would go way above your knee. Oh, all fuck I'm off! All I'm thinking about is how w- much higher so above So it's like when knee. my leg like moves backwards, it like extends off like, like a full hand. Your leg would just look like a G.I. Joe joint. Like, it would just turn it... It would go all the way up to the connection point. <laughs> it's tough having tiny legs, oh, guys. Oh, boy. But... But them gams, though, right? You'd never have trouble catching a taxi again. <laughs> this was a mistake. <sighs> this is a mistake. Every single time one of us tells the other one something like that, like within about a minute, it's like, oh, why did I do that? That was a silly thing. Now this was ammunition forever. <laughs> oh, fuck off. Da 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 da. Hey! Da 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 da. Eh, all right. Anyway, well, um, good for you. You didn't wear those shoes out of the house. I suppose that's nice. Uh, I have a, a pretty nice pair of shoes actually that I got as a gift that were really awesome and clean and nice, and I want to wear them, but I can't because it's been months of horrible. Your shit's gonna get ruined weather. You cannot wear shoes in this weather. You can't, and if you do, there. If even if you manage to. Uh, tiptoe as nicely as possible around all possible ice and slush and garbage, you're going to step in salt, and the salt is going to creep up and ruin your shoes as well. So it's like, there's actually nothing you can do but wear things on your feet that you don't care about. And I like to wear shoes that I enjoy. So it kind of sucks that half the year is spent wearing bags. It's like, it's not necessarily even winter, but like fall with the, the leaves and the goo... And that first half snowfall that falls and then mixes with the leaves and the goo and becomes that brown fucking muck, that awful crap, that'll kill your shoes. And then we're now in the, the, the what do you call it, the, the fucking morning of the year, the fucking spring. It's, it's starting to melt off, but now it's just, just puddles everywhere. Yeah, um, I've gone through more church shoes than I can count every Saturday as a kid growing up because you'd walk through the slush and then eventually they're always like fancy leather shoes or that is so so fucking wasteful it's insane it's insane but you have to go and you have to wear them and you have to wear nice shoes to church and you have to get through this garbage weather God doesn't care Jesus was basically a homeless person yeah but didn't um, he not even have shoes yes (laughs) and then walked on water in his Yeezys, but uh, <laughs> we need to present ourselves with dignity. Do we have to get into this again? We did it. Well, it's week. actually well, it's more about like at the social standing. We li- the, uh, yes, exactly. We literally did it last week. But if you need to, we need to make like in the community leave an impression so that people will be like, "Oh, look at those people living their lives all good." Oh man, I don't know very much about church. I went to Sunday school uh, twice, and then they didn't want me back. I was that annoying 
fucking kid who just would not drop the questions about the arc for like two hours yeah but i guarantee you like the person in charge of that was meant to deal with all that and no they were sick of me they didn't want me there well (laughs) i mean like unless you're fucking damiening it up you know and like lights are flickering when you enter the the, you don't know i don't remember i was a small child yeah um wouldn't the lion eat the zebra? But yes, the 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 short the, to fast forward to the end of the, the the conversation. What you wear should have no effect on the way people look at you, and so on. When you do attend uh, church, if you decide to go, uh, because that would be a really what if you thing wear that uh, Ahagao T-shirt? Well, <laughs> some might take issue with it. Uh, the implications are not particularly wholesome. Uh, they're not exactly espousing the values. Of oh, that could all be married Leviticus. People. So that could all be what? That could all be. Th- that could all be married couples. Stigmata. That could all just oh, yeah, be. Yeah, I don't know. That could all just be like reactions to the Holy Spirit. Yeah, sure. Just I'm so like it, you ever see, rapture. There you, you, ever, go. you ever see people talking in tongues? Oh yeah, I've seen all sorts of there, shit. Those are all just faces of people talking in tongues. Yeah, which right is there. also creepy demonic. Get shit, a get regardless. a goddamn fucking shirt made out of that shit. <laughs> yeah, wear yeah. that to your anime convention. This is stupid. This is a stupid conversation. <laughs> oh, more like I had God. So what you do with your week, Wolf? <laughs> I spent um, my week doing a couple different things, but uh, I guess we can. Speaking of horrible jokes, mm. uh, I guess we can start out with um, me taking a look at degrees of separation. Holy shit! Why? I wanted to. Oh, wait. Wait, I'm thinking of a completely different thing. I'm thinking of Death by Degrees. Oh, the Nina. Nina Williams game. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. That is like, completely my mistake. The one where like she always looks kind of beat up. Yeah. But she totally looks like she's loving it. Beat up. Yeah. Yeah. She's super into it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the, it's the I'm an assassin. It's, it's, yeah. No, not death by degrees. No. Degrees of separation. Right. Okay. That's, I don't know what that is. Uh, that's, um, it was a game, uh, I believe by, um, uh, Modus Games put it out. And it was, it's the game where you, it's a co-op puzzler where you, uh, play. It's basically, there's a, 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 uh, fire girl and a water boy. Uh-huh. And they are kind of walking, uh, and solving puzzles, but they can't touch. Uh-huh. Because there's an invisible barrier, but I like see. the world switches between summer and winter, like as a, as the the lines separ- separating them. Uh huh. So there is a um, what would the correct term be? Uh, there is a mathematical term for the line that divides two points on a on a on a graph, and then you can basically it it, it shifts according to where those points are. But um, parabola? No, not that one. Anyway, dividing line. If you if so, if there's two people, st- if if the both characters are standing next to each other, there's a line in between them, mm-hmm. and it's summer on one side and it's winter on the other. And if uh the boy jumps, oh, it's over, a bisecting line. It's a bisecting line. And yeah. if the boy jumps over the girl, then it 
rotates along that axis. Okay, axis. I get what you're saying here. Yes. So uh, that ends up being a nice reason to solve puzzles. So and... by by uh, by manipulating the character's movements, you can move what parts of the stage are winter and summer. And yes, and thus melt or freeze uh, water mm-hmm. or uh, ignite um, lamps and such. And it's very, very pretty. Uh-huh. Um, very, you know, like gorgeous 2D vanillaware um, or in the Blind Forest style. Mm-hmm. Not like to that insane level, but still very, very gorgeous. Evoking that. Yep. Um, one Kira Buckland uh, voices uh, the narration. I'm sure so that's getting there, man. Awesome. Uh, and so, uh, uh, yeah, so I decided to sit down and play that, uh, and I was joined by one Min. Yes. Otherwise known as, formerly known as Billy. Yes. The artist, formerly known as Billy. And, uh, <laughs> oh my god, that was a trip. It was one hell of a video because it's something that I've been like, I've been always aware of this and like it built up somewhat during the, uh, every time we sat down together and did stuff, we would always kind of feel this moment. And for the entire time of our friendship, this has always been the case where, Min's sense of humor and my sense of humor are completely different. Have no overlap whatsoever. And in, in fact, I would I would go to say that like his sense of humor, it's not just mine. It's like our collective sense of humor mm-hmm. is very different from his. Mm-hmm. And Min's just the kind of guy that gets right to the point. He doesn't overthink it. He doesn't try to dig any deep or he doesn't go into and there's no level two lore mm-hmm. there's just the joke and the joke is the punchline and the punchline is the first thing that comes to mind and uh <laughs> so what you get to see is i'm like we're trying i'm trying to have banter right i'm trying to yeah. try to lay i'm like so throughout like zoe there's a couple times where i'm trying to like set up the layup and i'm like oh my god just it's sitting there just just catch the ball just don't just catch the ball, you know. And in this one in particular, it really comes through to the point where I pretty much lose it twice on camera, if not more. And most of the video is us solving the puzzles and in a very almost epic Kirby Epic Yarnish kind of way, mm. making it through this very happy, pretty game. But I'm trying to with make, frustration. But I'm trying to make the very. I'm trying to set up the very like out in your face like bits that come with like this world of separation and and the whole anything that your brain can go to from there and i'm trying to play with it and it's not to say that i had slam dunk jokes okay mr simpson when i step on your foot <laughs> and say hello yeah. mr thompson yeah you say hello and it, it it resulted in hilarity because it more or less had to become okay so this is how the joke works. Oh, God. And this is what it means. Oh, when, God. And it's not at all I really need to preface and say, because you can watch it and you and you can see, like, how it goes down. I really need to preface. This is not at all to say that I thought my jokes were hilarious or great or even that good. It's more just when we do a video, we just try random shit. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be a funny joke or not. I don't know if it's going to land. This, None of us do. This kind of got to just you got to do a little bit of pass the ball. You can do two versions of this content. You can do live, uh, sorry, you can do uh edited constructed content. A la, let's say a Mr. Clemps, right? That's a got a fucking script. He reads that script, he edits it. Then there's 
us here, us on Twitch, which is just take every joke you have and put them in a basket and then just start throwing them at the audience as fast as you can. See what happens. You have no idea. Maybe two jokes will touch each other yeah. and make a third baby joke. I mean, like the the uh uh and the th- the funny thing is that like a lot of the reaction that people have been having is like, "Oh my god, this next level of sandbagging." Unaware of sandbagging. Well, that's what I was gonna get to, I guess, because you have to. You either have to redefine it or like change the change the wording because it's like this is the this is unbelievable next level min sandbagging, and I'm like, is it a sandbag if you don't know what's happening? Yeah, (laughs) does that actually count? That's to go even further beyond, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, is it really actually ultra instinct if you don't know that you're fighting? Yeah, because he's sandbagging it instinctually. Instinctually, right? So that's the thing where I'm like, I go like, hey, so I literally, I, at one point I throw, I go like, so, you know, I'm trying to explain it. And I'm like, like segregation, right? Yeah. Because I'm going in that dumb, stupid, obvious way where I always go through the racial shit. Yeah. And and he's like. Uh, you mean like the food on your plate? No, 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 no. Better. Okay. He says, oh, you mean like androids? Oh, shut up. And I'm like. Oh my god, is your only context for separation <laughs> on a bus like fucking Detroit? Is that literally That's it? the new world we live in, and buddy. That's but that's men. <laughs> that's the fucking kid, you know what I mean? <laughs> His world is one where he oh that's when that's what that means. I'm like, no, I mean like civil rights. And he's like, and he's like uh yeah, I don't you know <laughs> like you oh mean, my god you mean like like you have to take your garbage out on Tuesdays? Dude, or? so like does that count as sad is that a sandbag? Yes, absolutely. It's a it's a That new is form. an ultra instinct sandbag. It is a new form of sandbag yeah. where you it's not in, intended at all. It is completely unawares and it's the ultimate because you can't even crack. Because the sandbag core is, hey, you're saying something and I don't want to give it power, so yeah. I'm going to ignore it. Right. right? Or, or vice versa. Sure. But the Ultra Instinct sandbag is, I can't give it power <laughs> because I don't know what you're talking about. Just dodging it naturally and there's no... Well, Christ, it's actually more like it's past, it's phasing through. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, there, it it doesn't land like I so I I go for the layup and the ball just vaporizes <laughs> in the air. The net disappears and the ball just hits the ground and rolls. And then what I try to follow it up by explaining, he picks it up and he just walks away with it. And I'm like, you're not taking your ball and going home. This you're like, taking no, my ball. No, this is my ball. You took my ball and went home to your home. It it was ridiculous and. uh that has been summarized in a video that went up yesterday or the day before now. Holy fuck, man. It just, yeah. <laughs> Remember, everyone, context is important. Um, Without context, nothing makes any sense. <laughs> so it, it really is. It's like the thing that I've been feeling for like many, many years now, for as many years as I've known the dude. It's like here it is captured because how do you... Yeah, if anybody ever asks you, here? hey, what do you mean? You're like, you got 20 minutes? Yeah. Go yeah. go click that. Um, so, and, and otherwise, the game is very beautiful and pretty and has some fun stuff in it. So, uh, there is that. Um, it's, 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 it, it, you know what it reminds me of? It mm-hmm. honestly, like the first place my brain went to was uh, Pilkington. Whoa. Right? My brain oh. went straight to pilkington 
because but that's the level of like but that's like a reverse pilkington but but you but it's like you are unaware how hilarious it is that you don't that this is going over your head and it's actually like wow look at these results i actually you know i think about carl pilkington sometimes because he's the best funniest best person ever and i think about how ricky and steven kind of ruined his life because do you remember the final episode of the first or second season where he goes on a, a caravan trip he go, he just takes a he takes a trailer out and has his usual vacation and has like a week out in a, in an essentially like a trailer park like he usually does like british people do and he's just kind of bored and miserable cuz he's like oh, it's just not that special now is it cuz you know but to India or, you know, China and that shit. And it's like, this was a simple, simple man who only wants simple things. And he enjoyed them. And he enjoyed them. Yeah, and now yeah. he doesn't enjoy them. Yeah. But he also didn't enjoy the <laughs> new things either. <laughs> right, right. So now you've just like, you've there's taken, been you've a, taken it all away. There's been a net loss yeah, of yeah, happiness yeah. in this man's life. We, we just need men on camera saying, I can't be doing with this. And then it'll all come to oh. a head. It, it's it's actually like, yeah, it it really reminded me of that, you know, and on that on and on that level. And at, at a point when you're going through it, like I realized there was like I hit there's a point where I was like, oh no, is this just not gonna work out in any way, shape, or form? And then I was like, no, wait, I think the actual gold is to be found in explaining. How this is not going over well at all. <laughs> it's like it that is, uh, fucking Bill Burr walks out to the virus tour. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The twelve minute <laughs> rant on at, at fucking Philly talking you're about the worst audience ever. Your hero is fake. You have a statue of a fake boxer that's your hero. <laughs> what kind of garbage city are you? <laughs> like, like literally that. Um, and that's what it is. Just acknowledge the fire as you're in it, and there might be water to be found. But you know what? We're just gonna sit here and let it burn. This is fine. Um, so yeah, that that was that was the fucking experience with playing that game. Um, uh, and uh, I guess the other thing to talk about would be uh, yeah. So I mean, I, I I streamed some Delta Rune, or I should say, um, we streamed some Delta Rune. You co-piloted. Co-piloted. Uh, what would probably almost is basically just like a voice acting through, you know, like in a way where yeah. uh, me and uh, Steph sat down, punch mom. Me, me and Paige did the same fucking thing for Undertale. Oh, okay. Like every single character got voiced to some degree. Right. Yeah. You kind of have to, right? At that, in that type of game. It's same thing for like Night in the Woods and stuff. Like, and, <laughs> yeah. Playing through Deltrude with Paige was the funniest thing ever because she's so bad at puzzles. And there's a bit where Susie can't do the puzzles. And Susie is looking at the solution to the puzzle going, I don't understand. And Paige is behind the screen going, I don't understand. Well, how do I do the puzzle? And just everyone's going, well, what? No, it's right there. It's just right there. Or, or do you mean literally the thing that happened two days ago? Oh, get to- <laughs> You mean the, the exact same thing that happens where you're walking on the three blocks and you have to just leave yeah, them it. together? Yeah. And she's like, I. Hold, hold on. What? Mm. 
<sighs> and now I will say, right? And I'm like, now to be fair, I'll 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 give full benefit of the doubt an explanation that like you probably have never played an RPG mm. where it was like a like a 16 bit RPG where you've had a character following you, yeah, but they walk in your exact footsteps, mm. right? And that's a thing that you just sort of get used to seeing after like. Hours of Chrono Trigger or whatever, right? I, I had a similar experience with uh, Warframe. There's a Warframe story mission where you get to play what is essentially a variant of Go. Oh, cool. You play maybe five games and the rules are right there. There's only three rules. I failed every move. Okay. And every time I did, I went, I don't, un- but. Okay. But I put the. But I put it like a, there's just occasionally a fucking yeah. concept that just yeah. bounces right off your noggin. Yeah, for me that's junctioning. Oh yeah, never once, not even once. Oh, that's 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 fucking water to a fish. For Bounced me. off for every single attempt. But regardless, uh, the 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 walking in a line thing. Eventually, I was like, no, they follow your exact footstep pattern, mm. and I was like, okay. And then it still took a couple tries. Oh. But then it happened, and I was like, "All right, well, here we are. That's at least uh, this is this is where there's no timer on the line, so it's fine. We have forever to figure it out. It's no problem. Big, big, happy, prouds, big solves, big solutions. It's gonna be a long. I, I'm getting the feeling that it's gonna be a long time before we see more Delta Rune. Yeah, I believe that because when it came out. It gave us the feeling that more Delta Rune would be incoming nigh immediately. I did not get that feeling well whatsoever. It's because everyone tells you to check back tomorrow. Yeah, I completely didn't get that feeling. Uh, it came out of nowhere on on, on the the Undertale Twitter. It was released as a survey program. It turned out to be chapter one of this little demo project thing, and mm. it felt very much like an experiment with a new system applied to the engine that they were used to mm-hmm. using and it felt like temi throwing in some new art and some new amazing music but ultimately it felt very project yeah. demo do you think that if if and when the more final extra version of that comes out that it'll reintegrate and like polish up delta rune as like chapter one uh so that's the thing is I, the impression that I seem to uh, see people having is that there will be multiple releases of small things of the same size, mm. and that's not my expectation. No. My expectation is a longer period of time with a single full release. Uh, that is my uh, anticipation as well. The only thing that I wonder is, is Delta Rune going to be Chapter 1, and then whatever the full release is starts after the events of delta you know that kind of thing or are they gonna just have that be the first part and then you continue you keep going it would be a good idea to include it but let you skip it yeah so main menu choose to play it or not yeah that'd be smart yeah you know and and quite frankly like you don't and you should play it so your save can transfer over and you get the 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 jevil shit yeah because i just i feel that like even though the impression of like having these multiple chapter releases is kind of like a telltale game, you know, and the, the, those release and those how those have been coming out. I think for the purposes of just making this coherent for everybody, including people that don't follow it, mm. you know, it, it makes more sense to just have a complete thing if, yeah, this, if that's what happens. And then you sell that and whatnot. Um, and that, that's the other thing, too, is that Deltarune is a free little trial idea, you know. Um, so... Yeah, uh, uh, that that was uh, that was a fun ride, and I have to say that like my absolute um, 
fucking my the thing that I loved the most about that was the unexpected amazing voice that she had for uh for Rousey. Yeah. Right? Her Rousey voice is basically Martin from The Simpsons. Ah, so no! it was she has a great voice where she always it's like there's always stuffed cheeks. Oh, I and hate she's it. Like, oh guys, if I could just get a hug, that would be Oh, fantastic. I hate it. Oh, I hate it. I'm Rousey. Oh, I hate it so much. <laughs> and it's the fluffiest fucking like the perfect and I'm like and I I'm doing I'm doing Susie. I'm like, "Oh my god, I want to punch you. You're great. You're great. What a punchable voice." You know, as it's we're so good. As we're going for like Undertale oh, Deltarune voice acting, like there's obviously going to be just like, you know, people's personal opinions on what characters should sound like except for Papyrus and Sans. Everyone who has ever tried to do their voice does the exact same voice for both of them. Fucking Papyrus is a slight alternate Skeletor, Skeletor. and Papy- and Sans is like like it's yeah. just that because like, it's the well because it's the, so on point. But the reason why, and I, this I learned very quickly when we were streaming it, the fucking blips that they make as they talk give oh, it yeah. off. Right? Absolutely. So, like, when I'm doing, um, when I'm doing, uh, 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 Lancer! Oh, yeah, totally. Right? As he runs off and it's going, Oh, absolutely. You know what that sounds like. He's a because whiny, they, he's a whiny bitch. They cued you off. And he, yeah, you know, he, he's, he, you know he's a wacky Oh, I did almost the exact same voice. Yeah, it's yeah. I only threw, like, a Brooklyn thing on it, because fuck it. You know? And he sticks his tongue out of his mouth and they clue you in. You, you know, know, you know what's fun about amateur voice acting? Trying to do an accent and keep it. Oh, good. Keep good, it through good more than one sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel to me like it's it's. it's I feel like Susie's not just like tough bully girl, but I feel like Susie's like got um. Who does it? But it's kind of like a shut up, guys. Leave me alone, mom. Yeah. God, it's that deep. Well, it's because the hair. It's yeah. The bangs, even more. It, it's that sort of feeling with it, where you you can't just be a salty teenager. You've got to also have the no. Everyone's stupid. Well, she's just she's just Lady Nelson as a dinosaur. Lady Nelson. Yeah, from The Simpsons. Uh... Think about the hair and the clothes and the look and the, the yeah the theme yeah it's just like Nelson's still a little high pitched yeah no absolutely I you know not Nelson but um his his buddy <sighs> Which with one? the fucking skull uh the Jimbo 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 yes Jimbo. Jimbo. yeah no Susie's totally not, Lady Jimbo not Jimbo that's it yep absolutely there you go that's where it is it's, that's the actual <laughs> if you had yeah, to summon up in a noise out, I stole this football. yeah. yeah. Bite your face off. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, so it, it's great how it cues you in on how those are. are I think it's actually really fantastic sad. in between between just pure text and voice acting. Mm-hmm. Just just put a put a sound effect that it that that invokes the sound of a person's voice, the spirit of the character, and people's brains will fill it in. Yeah, I mean, fucking Asgore is like, uh, uh, like a deep daddy voice, and you yeah. can hear the fatherly, like, oh, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 you know? So, they 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 do good with that, and uh, it goes a long way as well towards making characters feel like they're more, you feel, they grow on you faster 
Yeah. When you have their voices in your head. Absolutely. Um, as opposed to reading a bunch of text. Completely agree. right. And if I can shift gears here, uh, I will because I will say that one of the best examples of voices adding personality is part fucking five. Yes. Because tell you what, when you are reading about the gang stars. The gang stars, yes. Right? They all have their their personalities and they're doing what they do and the actions are the same. But when you can hear little Naranche's fucking, you know, yeah, you can hear him freaking out. Yeah. And when you can hear um, Ab- um, Abaccio's deep asshole, like, fuck you, Giorno attitude. Yeah. You distinctly, like, have them separate as, as personalities. And you distinctly or can-, can tell... Each one from each other. Or King Crimson's big old nanny. Yeah, sure. Constantly. What a weird portrayal of the invincible villain. Uh, in that he is just constantly upset. It's also the complete opposite of Killer Queen in that Killer Queen was a silent, stoic cat. Yeah. And this thing, the stand is the angry, talkative one. And just making all sorts of fucking smear faces on every frame of animation. Just in case you didn't know how angry he was, he's got a little emoji on his forehead to remind yeah. you. Yeah! Like, yeah. oh, internal! Yeah. Yeah. I hate it! That it, like <laughs> the face on his forehead is the noise of just tell me how it works. Yeah, I need to know how it works. Just fucking tell me. Just fucking tell me. Re right before we started the podcast, I'm like, I was sorry. Well, I was like, man, they really went above and beyond animating. This is how it works. Yes. So, uh, two things about uh, JoJo current uh, part is like we've been introduced to King Crimson, and that's awesome. Um, and. Uh, well, I just to, uh, to cap off the, the last point, the personalities of each of the members is now way more clear and crisp and distinct from each other. And that helps because there, I remember that at the point we hit here where they have big decisions to make and motherfuckers are like, well, I guess I'm just dropping out then and stuff like that. Like, I remember it being way more of a blur as to like... Like flat? Not flat, but I was more like... What was your personality again? Right? Because it was like, I know your looks and I know your stand, but I'm just reading your text in my in my head. Yeah. And you're all kind of assholes and you're all kind of wacky, crazy, violent kids. Yeah, that's right. So you kind of you, – you blend together in a couple ways outside of these little idiosyncrasies like uh, Mista with his, his – um, Fucking number bad luck shit. Yeah. And, you know, like, there's these little things. But for the most part, I remember being like, wait, what exactly was the Fugo personality? Yeah. You know? And, like, I think this really, really has, <laughs> like, a better feeling to it where you get to see the struggle. And you, and when they all talk about their reasons for sticking around or not or whatever, you get, like, a, like okay, like, Fugo has opinions. Yes, he's doing his thing. But everybody, you get their distinct reasons. Whereas in part three, you never are going to look at Abdul and go like, you and Polnareff and... Uh, oh, no. You know what I mean? Like, you're all very fucking clearly different people. Well, it helped that uh, three was like a world tour and everybody was from a different country and most of them spoke different primary languages. And, and, and Okuyasu you know, is a big dumb idiot and uh, fucking... Koichi's a tiny man who yeah. is 5'2", by the way, so exactly. I am Koichi-sized. So, you know, and then, like, there's... The, so that's all very, very clear. 
and distinct. They're all Overwatch characters standing next to each other, but the gang stars tend to blend in a little I bit. I feel like there's so one... So the voices really, really fix that. I feel like um, Mista and Fugo in, in Part 5 so far represent a bit of a not a missed opportunity, but like you get to see the the writing crutch of Eriki just a little bit. Like, uh oh, the stance too strong. Yes. It's gotta go. Yep. It's gotta go. Yeah. Followed by Haha, I'm really good at shooting you with a gun. My stand protects me from guns. Yes. <laughs> like every time. Yeah, yeah, every yeah, yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because the joke of what about my ultimate stand gun it's like well there's there's very few opportunities i am the person most able to defeat the gun but also because yeah and it's like the higher up the, the fucking <laughs> to be fair the higher up the chain you go the more you have to be able to defend against guns yeah because guess what the average non-stand user is coming at you with a gun but it's, it's a thing. Yeah, that, but it is hilarious. It's a thing yes. that I feel almost never comes Shout up. Shout out it's to like, one album, Gently Weeps. Like let's take let's take a look at um uh fucking um what do you call it uh part five so far in which there's a, a group of assassins going against the team right and this was a couple weeks ago um that's okay and the assassins are all, of course they're all going to be stand users they're all going to try and do shit right there's they get the drop on them numerous times. And, like, I'll use my stand to do a bunch of stupid bullshit to them. When all I can think of, it's like, what if you just walked up to Narancia's car, pointed a gun at him, and shot him? That would also work. That actually would have also worked. Providing that, yes, providing (laughs) that it was Narancia. Yeah. And not anyone else. Sure. Right? But yeah, but, but you, you have to and you have to get lucky, you know, in the but, stand. But like, yeah, we're talking about a big mafia organization, right? Mm-hmm. Ten guys. Yeah. Just, and, just although, although <laughs> you have to also assume, like, let's assume that Bruno is being super careful on the security. Yeah, sure. Da, 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 da. But yeah, sure. What if what if like ten guy, ten capos showed up, and one had a shoddy, and the others had handguns and bats? Like, I'm pretty sure that would work. Okay, but guess what? Apply that to literally every other story that you've ever read. No, shh. Apply that to every other movie you've ever no. seen. No. Oh, no. It's... Uh... <laughs> All right. Angry crowd of people with a bunch of weapons fixes every story. Not or Yakuza. It. Okay, well, sure. In Yakuza 5, Kiryu fights a group of 100 dudes armed with bats, knives, chains, and rocket launchers. Damn. But that's because he's a taxi driver. God damn it! But the power of the dragon, is yeah, it's the tattoo or yeah, something. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I mean, <laughs> I always thought it would be super rad because in a situation like that, if like Mista could just throw him out and deflect everything back as much as possible, yeah. But unless he had a harvest level amount of fucking little sex pistols, yeah, he couldn't possibly, yeah. Um, it just seems like a weaker form of harvest, honestly. Nah, I uh, no, I like his better. Okay, because the ability to intercept bullet speed projectiles okay yeah. is it's ridiculous. a faster but smaller form, of and thus more useful yeah. ultimately. Because think about how many projectile-based stand battles happened. There's a couple, and having a fucking field around you mm-hmm. of. Deflect that shit. But you're never going to get coupons. Pass, pass, pass. With that shit. 
Yeah. Um, anyway, so there's that. And the other thing they did was, boy, does animation and David production deciding to revisit those panels yes. help a lot in explaining how King Crimson works? Because it's all you need to do is make the panel move from this panel to this panel. And then you go, oh, that's what he's doing. So, so you see, in the original manga, and here's the thing is, it doesn't help that the first Duang translations were all terrible. And did a really bad job using English to convey what King Crimson was doing. Yeah. But even once we got the better ones, there's still questions, right? And you can talk about cause and effect, but it's... Oh, I don't want to talk about cause and effect. I know, because the problem with cause and effect is that it only... Because the problem is that, like, you still have to apply it to the thing that he wants to affect. So, like, you can just... You can hand wave it by saying, it's just keeping the effect and removing the cause. Which is how it was always explained to me, which made no sense to me. It's because that's how the chocolate ends up in Narancia's mouth. But it doesn't explain how, like, when he chooses to interact with something... <laughs> it moves still. It does still <laughs> occur, you know? And and so, anyway, like... um. Or like it's like the product of what I decide to focus on is what gets into it's it. it's really weird because they they took like the most esoteric complex stand ever and just said it's the ability to move it's sure. the, it's just a movement ability that's actually all it really is but it's also a disorienting one because yeah. everybody comes out of it going what just happened everyone else gets disoriented but me and that's really useful yes uh, what the animation and here's the thing is in when you're reading manga. Panel to panel, guess what's happening? Time is skipping between panels. But that's complicated to read. So uh, you have to convey that the thing that happens naturally between panels is still happening, except in between this panel. Yeah, whereas when you put it... The power exists between the negative spaces of the border. But when you put it in anime and you have like a... I don't know what the effect is called, but you have like a visible distortion and it, it skips forward... The characters are in negative space. Yeah. They're, all, they're all floating in uh, a void where there's no background. And the actions they're, you're, they're committing to are still playing out. So you see them happening. And in fact, I want to say they cut the 3D models at some points almost. Yeah, maybe. I don't think... I only it, watched the once. There were some really it. smooth moments that made me go, I wonder if they did. But mm-hmm. anyway. Um, and then you get to show King Crimson C, Bruno punching. And then step out of the way. And, and then Bruno move keeps over punching. Here. And you're like, okay, and now that moment did not happen. And Bruno goes, what? But then keeps his, and then keeps yeah. his attack going. So it, they, they fixed it by um, smoothing it out with some CG, adding and elaborating to the moments. Because they really re- they did more with those scenes than the original manga explained to you. Yeah. You know? And I'm really glad that um, – because here – how do I put this? Part three, the end of part three is all about okay, what is happening? That's that's like that's most of the end of part three is what is happening, and then it's like crap. How do I actually stop that? I'll just do the same thing. Ah, it's kind of you know. Part four, the entire last arc of part four is what is happening, like and how what right. So it would be more an- like why is happening. Well, yeah, why is happening? Why is happening? <laughs> it would be annoying to get to part five and have the same structure. So you have within a fifteen minute span, this is what's happening. Everyone now knows what is happening, and we've discussed the exact counter to the problem, but it's really tough. 
It's just think way farther ahead. Like way, way, way farther. The episode takes it takes two episodes to explain the deep mystery. Yeah. Um but and now we know it and we can move forward knowing that. Yeah. But there is so much more deeper mystery. I know, but like what I mean is like what if in part 3 they got to Darby and they won the poker game and he just told them. Sure. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then they just rolled up on Dio's house yeah. going, "Yeah, okay." But the thing that the thing that's interesting about part 5 and I I won't go any further because it's it's getting into unaired unaired, unaired concept. Stuff. Yeah. But there's stuff that makes uh, part five way more of a challenge for the heroes than uh, you would realize that they hand wave. <laughs> so some of their some of the biggest, hardest things they have to deal with in the story, including King Crimson, um, there's aspects to it that the story just kind of goes, oh, and then there's this, right? Mm -hmm. And you go, oh, yeah, okay, that's a little other thing. But that's actually a major, major problem that you're not spending enough time yeah. or, or emphasis on because, holy fuck, that actually makes the, the battle real. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the, the, other, the other things, you know, the, the other aspects, if you would, of, uh, of King Crimson. So um, that was interesting to see how they fixed that. Fascinating, really. It works, you know? And it just works. And yeah, and there was significantly less confusion this week than there was last week with uh with us watching it and so that was cool. Um and I guess I also just briefly wanted to mention that uh yeah, I don't know if you happen to notice or not, but um I have decided to revert to my hybrid controller configuration. I saw, I saw the, the, the curse and because this game has more than uh, two functions required at any given time, I went and bought myself a new mouse. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Got me one of them Naga Trinities. Oh, yeah. So it's the... Uh, the Naga. Yeah. Naga. Yeah, the, the fish people. Snake, snake lady. Eh, depends. Snake fish people. Snake... Na to me, Naga is, is anime snake demon lady. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm talking about most Naga in, in video games are, are fish-based as well. They're snake fish people. I only know that other one. I blame World of Warcraft. Okay. Well, what we have here is um, WASD isn't hard, Wooly. My ha it bothers my hands. I don't... I don't it I'm gonna I'm gonna back you up on this because I've tried to play Warframe with mouse and keyboard and would encounter like crippling wrist and finger pain. My within, wrists are within about an hour, and I understand that the world does it this way, and I get that I really do. But I I don't know what else to tell you besides my wrists really 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 don't like it. I also um sitting on a couch. And not at a desk where you're sitting, so it's a different story. Yeah. If you, um, if you were to do that mouse and keyboard shit on a, on a desk, it would be considerably more comfortable. But we're on couch settings. Mm -hmm. What I am willing to consider is the um, the uh, small mini like thing, the, the mini keyboard uh, att yeah. side attachment. Because that I could at least put on the armrest yeah. right at that point. And then it's not falling or tipping off one side or the other like a keyboard. Mm. And maybe I can position that in such a way, depending on the curve of it, that it won't be wrist pain. Yeah, but, maybe. Um, regardless, uh, 
And there's also like pinky dexterity, which my pinky sucks. My pinky is not good at that type of thing. And this is this is hilarious considering the nature of me talking about arcade sticks to people. I understand the full irony of that because see, here's the thing: people that use arcade sticks would be like, "Oh, they're not that hard to learn." I disagree with that sentiment because okay. mass uh, it gets thrown at me all the time. So I have to acknowledge it so in some way. So it is not... I get the core of that complaint. But it is not the same for one reason. And that is the keyboard was not made for you to WASD and jump with the space bar and control with the pinky and shift with the left ring finger, right? Yeah. That's it was, not why a keyboard was made. It, it was made to that type. Way. That yeah. is the 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 that is the the form that people adopted because it was the best way for that tool. Arcade and games sticks, games used that them and they, you needed lots of functions and yeah. you had lots of keys. Yeah. Arcade sticks with the fucking exception of Mortal Kombat Abominations have a joystick that you can hold with your left hand in any number of ways. The first version of those games was on an arcade stick right. before they were on controllers. And That's the, the, uh, the old style was not as good, but the new style of button layout has your four fingers on your right hand resting comfortably along all the top buttons in the curve that your fingers would go. That is made for your hands, Here's to play, I, whereas a keyboard is made for your your four, maybe ten, uh, sorry, your eight or ten fingers typing, not playing games. Keyboards as a game controller are an immersive proper, not immersive, um, emergent. emergent property yeah. of the keyboard. They're not the intended design function. However, they turned out to be that way. Christ. And I will not at all for a second. I think it's important to put this out there for everyone that is clearly not enjoying saying this, but hearing this, but... It is clear that the keyboard is also the superior version oh, yeah. of the controller. It is clear that having that much function, you know what? Next to your movement keys is the optimal thing to I'm do. I'm going to disagree on that point as well because you're half right. The mouse is the superior control option by leagues without any question. The keyboard is not. Now, if the key if the keys require more than Six functions, yeah, okay, the keyboard's the, the, the because you, you literally need more than six functions, right? But with a with a keyboard, you have digital movement and you need to hit a button to get like a run or a sprint or whatever. Yeah, there's no analog. There's no analog movement. But in most games in the where they're being used, you really you Yeah, because it's first person control. You seem to only so, need the yeah. two. So um, but your setup is attempting to use the best of both worlds. It is, but I but I admit walking slowly in a first-person shooter has no actual function. It makes peeking a little different, I suppose, yeah. but it's not anything that you can't really mm-hmm. just do yeah. with your, your keyboard. Um, if I were to take all the problems I have with the keyboard and and remove them from myself and so that I'd always find exactly what I was looking for and not have any awkward hand feelings mm-hmm. from using the keyboard that I can definitely see like doing exactly what I want to do and having every separate function within a a large button area is handy because you just have a ton of functions right there at the go. Yeah. Um but so I'm I I'm going to say that like mouse and keyboard clearly considering it's become 
We've gotten to the esports e league fucking. Mm. You know what I mean? We've gotten to the top of the mountain with it. Oh, this is obviously going to depend on genre. We're and, talking about shooters. In yeah, this and and motherfuckers are using them to win world championships mm-hmm. as their preferred one and two. So I'm absolutely going to say that it seems that. The, the, the discussion is closed on that. Yeah. It seems like mouse and keyboard is the most optimal way to be good at a first-person shooter. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, but it might not be the optimal way for you to be good at first-person. And it is true that it did not come from this place intentionally. I have an analogy That is 100% that, correct. That might make it make more sense to people. Let's take Street Fighter Four, right? Sagat rules... Sagat rules the fucking day. Vanilla Sagat was so awesome. He was so good. But guess what? Pat's not very good with Shoto characters. Despite Sagat being the best, I'm not the best with him. I'm the best with Zangief, who was also a fairly good player. But I can use him to his maximum. Or or no, I can't. But you know what I mean. I can use him to a better level of expertise than I can Sagat. So even though I'm using a worse thing, I'm doing better for me overall. If you're not going for top tiers. Yeah. Right, right, right. That's the idea. That's um, my controller. My controller is Zangief. Uh, sure. All that to say that, uh, I mean, I was I was leading into this on, on this, the goofball fucking picture that I made. because oh, I saw it. Um, I saw it. I, I, I made it to be laughed at. Yeah. Right? However, yes, if we're actually breaking down the serious reasons, then no, it's based on comfort and, and, and all these other things. Alongside the part where, let's be real, like, FPSs are a genre that I've always been on the outside of, mm-hmm. you know? And, and every time I try to, like, penetrate it, I kind of have to make these concessions based on just not being fully accustomed and used to it. But I've gotten what I, I feel like now is a good handle on... The two, the balance of the two, right? Mm-hmm. And the biggest problem in, in, with the Overwatch setup, a lot of things about people worry about, like, what about the HUD or the UI? Doesn't it go crazy? And it's like that is my first question. Yeah, and so in Overwatch, it used to, but then they fixed that. Oh, did they? They had a thing so you could lock it to one or the other. Cool. And ultimately, it doesn't really matter that much in in the sense that like the game is just telling you buttons that are flip. It's just flipping the input of the button. Yeah, but that that visual is really distracting to a lot of people. It, it, sure, right. Um, in this case, it only does it when you're looking at your inventory or map. Yeah. Whereas when you're in game, there's no there's no button. There's not. So it's fine, right? I'm not. Or if it's ha- I'm not. I'm not really noticing any the, the, the flickering happening while I'm switching between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it happens when you pull up um, the, the inventory, yeah. The main thing, of course, is that like putting functions on the D-pad on my left hand mean you have to let go of the movement to to make that happen, mm. and that's bad. So uh, I try to minimize that as much as possible because the default controller scheme, as you know, requires D-pad input for grenades, grenades for healing, uh-huh. for switching select fire, and for uh, context actions. That's right. Right. So, uh, for w- what I did was by getting this MMO mouse. Yeah. I basically was able to get like those extra buttons on the side. It has three clip-on additions, so you can do a uh, two-button side mm-hmm. buttons, seven or thirteen. Which is too much. That's that's, that's for MMO. <laughs> that's MMO macros. MMO macros, and I'm like, nah, no, 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 that's too much. But I put the seven on, and with the seven, I was able to create a a ring of like, yeah, this is what I need. 
where I can run around and like hold the front button down and just pick shit up. Yeah. You know, and then to the immediate left and right of that are reload and holster. And then at my at my nine o'clock and my three o'clock are just like on the D pad, nades and healing. Mm -hmm. You know, and then back there is um the menus. The more that I think about it, I just thought of like another issue that I personally have with mouse and keyboard that it might not apply to you, Wolves. But I'm extremely right hand dominant. Like there are people that are like kind of right handed or left handed, and there are people who are like, I am right handed. Oh, is it like the Kinsey scale? Can you I don't know like... about that, but my left hand sucks. Okay. Mouse and keyboard puts the most of your button presses on your left hand. And I find that to be very awkward. Particularly stuff with my pinky. And... Does it? Yeah, dude. Every movement's a button press. Well, every jump, every sprint, every... Is it... Mm, but most people are only playing with like two side buttons, right? They're using wheel, wheel up, wheel down, click. Maybe the to ping. two thumb buttons. I have two thumb buttons. Hmm. Okay. Because thumb buttons, yeah, that's what I, that's what I mean. I mean mouse four and mouse five. Yeah. Um, I I would assume the keyboard has way more uh, actions happening. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I thought you said the mouse. No, I said the keyboard. Excuse me, I, I misunderstood. Okay. Yeah. And the other thing, and this is really stupid, but if I were to take a picture of myself with my hand on a keyboard, you would notice that my pinky actually straight, because bitch, bitch legs, bitch hands, my pinky literally barely reaches control. Hmm. Like, barely. And every time I have to hit control, like, doing this hurts. Mm -hmm. You ever that use a trackball? I did use a trackball back in the day. Yeah. Uh, my dad, uh, my mouse broke, and my dad said, here's a fucking trackball I stole from work. And um, I used a trackball to play fucking StarCraft in 1998. And that was miserable. That was awful. Yeah. What I, I, I guess um, I really want uh, Apex to get a better sort of single-player um, training experience so that I can test. That game screams that it came in hot. Yeah. I want a single-player experience where I can do like a gauntlet. Like all I want is the ability to pick the other characters in training mode. Pick right, the, right now, yes. that's all I want. Pick the other characters in training mode and also let me try hop-ups and, and attachments because the most important part of what you put on your gun does not exist in the training yeah. mode and that sucks. Um, but That battle pass is coming soon. It might be tomorrow. It could, it, yeah. could, it could be now, dude. It could be right now. Give me a second. I'll check. Yeah. Right now. Um, so that's the thing is uh, I feel I feel like... One thing that is is evident, though, for me is my ability to trace, despite the fact that it's garbage, yeah. uh, improves significantly when I switch over to that mouse. I'm going to ask what the hell you mean by trace. Trace means trace the cursor over the moving target on the screen okay. while I'm moving at the same time. All right. Yeah. So uh, you want to win with the devotion. Doesn't appear to have an update today. Yes. You want? Uh, they said mid March, so everyone's going. It might be yesterday. Calm down. Well, they've they've <laughs> dropped updates like without fanfare, fair enough. Yeah, so. you're right. Fair enough. Um, so you hold the, you start shooting with the devotion. You want to win with it. You have to trace. Yeah, across the moving target. 
Um, so yeah, that's the thing as well. Sliding and da 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 and whatever. And this is a bit of a Titanfall thing as well. You know, like you got to be able to like it while you're moving and they're moving in opposite directions at maximum speed, move it in the right place. Yeah. And then when you're fucking godlike, you can get those headshots going. You know. Um, I like Mirage. He's a ton of fun. Oh, cool. I really like Mirage a lot. I'm saving my money. I um I am shocked at how good his tactical is. Tracking, not tracing? Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, um I was told that the term tracing was was what I was given for that. I I mean, it sounds correct cuz you're tracing a dot over a target. So, I don't know. Uh anyway. I recently like turned a mental corner in apex and got way better like not i'm still not good right but like are you using the havoc and no the... no okay uh i used it and if you get the hop up it's a good gun if you don't it's worthless um where i'm like okay the number one thing to do in this game is not the same thing you do in every other game where you both peek out a corner and shoot at each other and have like face fucking fights yeah is shoot them, just run around to the other side of the building or run through the door to your left and just peek through the window. Just anything. Oh, well, if your team... Anything to change where you are at all. If your team if your team has uh, is firing down a corridor, then yeah, you, should, you can flank. I, I just mean literally every encounter. Just back off, go around a little... So that they're not aiming at you when you come around the corner. I mean, and that's it. That's all I changed in my mind, and I ended up doing much better. In watching, for me, in watching footage of like good players play, the first thing that I realized about how my approach to it versus what other people are doing, yeah, is I was playing it with GoldenEye in mind. Yeah, I was are, playing it yeah. like <laughs> like Call uh, like Call of Duty or or Data right. Feet, where it's like I'm gonna kill them in a second. Yeah, so just just try not to get hit. Jump maybe a little. Shoot. Shoot them, shoot them, shoot and them until they're drool. dead. Yeah, right. And then what actual people are doing is it's which is a bit of a fighting game mentality too. Um, well, it's not a fighting game mentality, rather, but it's something that I recognize from fighting games. I should say um, is uh, I'm, I'm I'm engaged in the fight. I took some damage. Uh, how much is it? Is it like half of what I had? Fuck it. D- disengage. Slide around this corner. Hide. Right. Try to create. Try to create a situation where it's awkward for them to peekaboo you yeah they're coming around the left you go right they come back right you go left hide 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 and then maybe see if you can flank in a way or get into an awkward position to get a little bit of a heel going mm-hmm. right and then maybe come running around and slide do it try it again and then break off you know so you have these little mini shootout moments yeah. gun footsies <laughs> right you have these little gun footsies that i didn't really know were a thing yeah and the people that are that i see like crushing it win fights by either immediately winning when they turn a corner and see the person yeah or if they take some damage it's like fuck i lost that exchange time to back off and then re-engage it you know yeah. and it's a series of a little a few exchanges and i didn't know that was a thing that stuff i learned by playing mirage and being just the worst mirage ever and going i don't understand how this works until i realized oh the bamboozle like the running out is it's not very disorienting, but it's disorienting enough because all you need is one second of someone not looking at you. Yeah. That you can usually get them 50% down by the time they realize <laughs> you are you. If the bamboozle had a, a color difference on it. Worthless. But, but what I mean is that, like, the fact that it, it 
it is a thing moving out from where they expect you to be. Yeah. Is good enough. Yeah. From what I can see. I have I have never once seen someone not shoot it. There's a lot of people that there's a lot that um it seems like good players don't shoot it, and it seems like uh people get bought in and you they give their their position away when they're not as good. Uh from the games I've seen and from the way people tend to react to it. However, um I I still do feel that like blah what was what was I gonna say? I lost my point entirely. It wasn't about reacting to the bamboozle. It was about um disengaging from the fight. Mm. Finding optimal ways to reload is yeah. a fucking art form that people have been mastering for a decade and Oh, the other good piece of advice somebody gave me, which helped a lot, which is don't reload your gun. Switch to your other gun. Switch to your other gun. It's way faster. It is. And if you have, um, uh, uh, if you're using a a fucking, what's her name? uh, Bangalore, you can just smoke them as well. And it's really interesting. And Pathfinder has a way to crouch to cancel his reload, which is assuredly going to be removed. Oh, really? Because he is way better than everybody else because he can reload the gun nearly fucking instantly. Despite his gigantic sumo hitbox. Despite the fact that his hitbox... His hitbox is even dumber than it's a diamond. So weird. Yeah. It's, ugh, stupid. Um, they, they need to normalize those hitboxes. Yeah. It, it, it is It is. It is interesting learning how to do this. And uh, one problem is that like practicing fighting in this game is so uh, hard because fights are few, far and few in between. Unless you drop hot, yes. So that's what you can do is training matches. But what? But really, a mode to get rid of that to help me out would be fantastic. Uh, anyway, they're probably never going to do that specifically because they want you to fill up the games. I was thinking a lot about Apex and about how its design is kind of genius because. They give you the most amount of points you earn in a match from living, just being alive in the match, right? And then you can die and still come back. So you can be not playing, but still be in the match for five, ten extra minutes. And they have all these things to make it so that you actually stay in the game and you don't just immediately quit out or die or kill yourself early if you get into a bad spot. So that the a lot game of people stays do it anyway. like yeah I know but so but it it's an attempt yes we've had I've, we've had victories coming from deaths where we respawned and came back and encountered we had one a couple days ago where we respawned came back took out a team in a fight that we were heavily disadvantaged in took all their shit and now now, we, now you're gods and now we took their place yeah. <laughs> you know and now we go on to continue the game yeah so it it is it is uh, interesting how that flow works and i really hope they find a way to let drops get back in because it sucks man and i think i think if you just treat Wait, a drop, drops back at what if you drop if someone drops out of the game cuz we've had a couple drops at key points in a game oh yeah like a reconnect option disconnect yeah just have a reconnect option and let it, treat it like a down yeah you know treat it like a go grab their banner sure put it in the thing you know i completely agree um but yeah so anyway um that's that's more or less what was going on and i will continue to experiment with this new uh, Eldritch hybrid configuration and try to get more comfortable with it. Also, DPI is a thing now I gotta worry about. Oh, you fucking don't know about DPI? I never messed with it. It was never a thing Sticks that I really... Wrench, man. I just, I'm like, what What does the mouse do when I start the game up? Is it sensitive or not? Okay. 
and then that was all there was to it. And now it's like there's a hot button on it that's like, do you want eight hundred? Do you want eighteen hundred? No, you want sixteen hundred. You want fourteen thousand? You want four thousand? You want what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Right? And you want to fucking twitch your finger a little bit to the smidge of the right and have the screen do a full 720? <laughs> or do you want the slowest, smallest, one-to-one mouse pad to um, tracing on your on your screen? And it, it was, yeah, I'm playing it on the lowest because it seems to be like the way to get the best accuracy. But you have to do big old shoulder arm movements with it. I'm not. I'm yeah, not I prefer used to this. 1600 myself. S- 16 or 1800 rather uh, on the quick setting was like the most convenient for moving around, but the, but it was bad for firefights. Well, I just use 16 for desktop navigation. Yeah, and thus that's the speed that I got used to. Okay, and I don't change it for games. If I want to change it, I go into the settings and I go to change the in-game mouse sensitivity. Okay, yeah, I I, I feel as if like getting around easier is like a convenient thing because you're spending 80 to 90 percent of your game getting around however the times that it matters you don't want it to you don't want to overshoot the person so i'm going to keep it low and just move my arm more Mm -hmm. um i'm still using i'm on a couch man it is what it is yeah no mouse and keyboard doesn't work on a couch like even with a, even if I got a big fat lap board, it's just not the optimal scenario. So I'm gonna play my baby controller with my baby game on the baby PS4, like a baby. And guess what? I'm having lots of fun. I'm getting big kills in the baby land. Has anyone ever tried playing with a touch screen? Has that ever been a thing? There is a video out there of a known Fortnite player slash streamer playing against his, like, seven-year-old nephew in Fortnite, and the kid's using a fucking iPad. Okay. And the kid is fucking going hard. Okay, so I know there's iPad Fortnite going, (laughs) yes. But that kid is crushing it. In iPad Fortnite, are you touching the target on the screen to shoot them? No, you're hitting the fire button. Right, okay, so... So, because what I'm wondering is, like, is there ever um, a version of this where... Somebody is using an input device where they're looking at a screen and all they have to do is trace their finger over the enemy. That would be massively broken. That'd it be, would, wouldn't that it? That would be the most busted shit. It I would be insane, yeah. And that's kind of what I'm wondering is, is does that exist? Is there a mouse input I don't think there is. that has some motherfucker that using... Seems, that seems not fair. Seems really unfair. You know, you'd have to have fire... You'd have to have one finger just doing ca- all camera movements... And then you'd have to have a second finger for like every a second. Your hand, your your left hand would have to do everything else. But that would be ridiculously cheap, in yeah, my in no, my don't opinion. Do that. I don't no, know. That's no good. Um. Anyway, that's more or less me uh, and what I did. And you can tune in to Wooly Versus to check out if you want to see that wacky degrees of separation vid. Um. If you want to see Delta Rune with me and Punch Mom, or if you want to check out the on- ongoing LPs, including RE2. Um, and we're going to be starting up that, um, Wooly and Austin versus PlayStation demo discs, mm-hmm. uh, I think today or so. So you can check that out over at Wooly versus, and of course there's the Devil May Cry 5 LP that will be starting later this week. That's a big special LP that we're going to do, and I'm excited to do it. Can't wait. I'm big excited for that game. How's it going? Uh, pretty well. 
Uh, let's see. What did I what did I actually do this week? Uh, did you get Did you get people? Sorry to interrupt. I just did you get folks going? Hey, are you still doing constantly? And it's like because what? I, so here's what happened. I put out a schedule. Okay. For my, I'm I'm doing I'm trying to do a, a, a scheduled week now for streams because people seem to like that, right? They like to know what they they're like to know get what's going when on. They show yeah, yeah, yeah. Up and when to show up. Yeah, streamers that put out. So I'm like, hey, uh, by the way, like. guys, I'm going to be streaming DMC five this week. Ah, oh, yeah. And everybody goes, oh no, does that mean the LP is canceled? It's like, no. Who said that? Tons of people thought that. Yeah, so and, that's what they thought. It's okay. like, no, I'm going to stream it and also come over here and LP it. Because I, I, I definitely I caught a couple of those, and my first instinct is, did someone tell you otherwise? Like, are you still doing Their it? Their brain jumped to a negative conclusion. Okay. Because it was like, the last we said we were doing it, and at no point was there a negative. And then so I went on Twitter, with, and every what's person... What's the... Is it... What's happening? And every person that that asked, like, are you... I was like, of oh, course! I'm excited to do, and then and then on our subreddit you got a fucking thing like guys the LP is still on yeah, don't yeah, worry exactly, and I'm exactly. like what the why would you well, assume what, what, what is people's what is what no one said it's not happening what, I can do both I'm strong what is wrong like stop it what is with this so weird I don't know also don't know. by the way I if, guess it's just worry but you, I, I don't know if any of you folks at home are spoiler sensitive do not watch that last trailer the Capcom put out for the game I sure didn't because it is big spoilers what and I, I and yeah folks uh, were like yo that I'm like nope don't care not watching I'd rather not I can do that I can just do that that's okay yeah. and it didn't stop like screenshots from coming my way it does not because I'm like hey uh, don't do that. I appreciate what your excitement, but on, I'm del- I'm choosing not to watch it. So, and then like four more were like, ah! I'm like, okay, all now, right. Well, the, then you fuck off. The one thing was they put out a trailer of live action. Uh, oh, that came out today. Oh, it looks and, so goofy. And it seems like live action of the new trailer, right? Of the spoiler trailer. No. Okay. Well, I I started to watch it, and then it cut to something I hadn't seen. And then I went, nah. No, no, no. What it is is like it's part of the deluxe edition for DMC five, and it's um. So I thought it was going to be the motion capture data, but th- you see it in the trailer. It's actually the, the storyboard acting sessions yes. for the cutscenes, and, and 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 it seems like the stunt people, and in some cases the actors, and in some cases the action figures moving around doing stuff, and it's fantastic. It's it great, looks so jank. But it's... that trailer did have stuff that I did not see before, mm. so I did have to click out of it. So there are still curses inside of that footage as well. Um, but anyway. Uh yeah, that's all. I'm I'm not watching those. That's I choose not to, and that's fine. Only a couple more days, you know. End of this week. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, been playing a lot of Warframe lately because they instituted something called uh Night Wave, which is a brand new thing because Warframe just randomly updates its shit. In fact, they said, "Hey, Night Wave's coming pretty soon," and the response was, "How soon?" And the answer is now. Which is a, a update schedule I can appreciate. That sounds like a genre of music. It's a radio station, in in game. Oh, there you go. Uh, run by Nora Knight, who's like a almost like a Foxy Cleopatra style like uh, DJ. Um, but uh, this is a significant improvement to the game's structure. So it's not a new mission or anything like that, but. Wolves, when you played Warframe for a bit, did you even remember that there was an alerts tab? I don't remember anything. All right. So there's an alerts tab, or rather there was. 
And alerts would run anywhere from, I don't know, half an hour to an hour and a half. And they'd be randomly sprinkled throughout the day. And here's an alert. It's only up for 60 minutes. You get a nightane from it, which is a rare resource. Or, look, this is where you get this rare helmet cosmetic. Or this is where you... um, This is where you can get a piece of Warframe, right? And this meant that nightane was incredibly hard to come by. Because I've been sitting on a half-complete frame that I needed nightane for. But whenever I played, nightane wasn't on alert. So I just never got it. Right? To the point where I even set up my phone to ping me when Nightane popped. <laughs> you can we, do that? It's a part of the official Warframe app. <laughs> okay, hold on. Is this the norm in MMOs? This, uh, no. Actually. Are there other games that can have your, po- your phone ping you with alerts? Most MMOs don't have this function. Because before I, before I make a funny noise with my mouth and go, what the fuck, you need to explain to me that phone pinging has been a thing for a long time right, and that so I've just been out of the loop. Phone pinging... I've, it, this is crazy to me. Phone pinging is a, a staple of the official Warframe app. Uh, normally for an MMO like 14 or WoW, you would run a browser in the background and the browser would ping you to tell you when uh, mining deposits were available or shit like that, right? But having it actually give a push notification to your fucking phone, yeah, that's, to my knowledge, Warframe only. So that was infuriating, wow. right? Wow. I needed 1219 to build Saren Prime. I have five. I've had five for months because I'm just not available when Nightane pops up, right? So this sucks. No one likes alerts. The rewards are terrible. There'd be alerts for like 1,500 creds, credits, and you'd be like, I need millions of credits, this alert is worthless. There'd be alerts for 200 endo, and it's like, I need 50,000 endo, right? That's not going to cut it. So they killed the entire alert system. There's no longer an alert system of any kind. They have replaced it entirely with Nightwave. And Nightwave is essentially a free battle pass. So it is a... It's a radio station? Yeah, it's a radio station, like, front end. And then you go and click on your radio... And it gives you a set of weekly challenges. And as you complete those weekly challenges, you earn rep. And that rep cashes in. And it levels you from 1 to 30. And at every single level, you get something. You get a glyph. You get a portrait. You get free Warframe slots. Free weapon slots. Or you get wolf credits. And wolf credits you take to a store. And you just buy the old alert rewards. Do you you not... Did you were you never around when a mod called Corrosive Projection was available? Do you not have the plat to buy Corrosive Projection from another player? Don't worry. Do one set of weeklies for Nightwave, and you will be able to just buy Corrosive Projection with the store money. Has any other game ever done things? It like is this? a it is a battle pass. It is one hundred percent a battle pass. Okay, but it is a free battle pass. Okay, so the the. Now that I'm getting used to this terminology, the battle pass is pretty much any time you can go back and get the old thing that was time locked. No, no, whenever no, no, no. you a battle to- pass is because the other thing about this uh, about Nightwave is that it is in, it is in seasons that will last ten weeks. Seasons have content. Battle pass lets you get that content, and if yes. you buy the battle pass later, you can go back and get the no. Stuff. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, I'm going to break this down again because there's I'm sure there's a lot of people in the audience that are somewhat confused. The way a battle pass works Usually. is 
let's take Fortnite as an example because it's it's the the prototype. It's the fir- it's the one, right? I, I, there, people were arguing last night about whether they started it or not. It doesn't matter. They're the de facto. Okay. Right? You buy the season four battle pass for Fortnite. You have the entire season to unlock everything in that battle pass. Right? Which includes enough cash to buy the next one. Right? You get to the end of the season. The season locks. You have everything that you earned. Everything in that thing is now gone forever. Every skin, every cosmetic, every portrait, everything, gone. Maybe they'll sell it to you at a fucking crazy, like, $20 price in the market randomly, but it might as well just be fucking gone. So you want that shit? Get the Battle Pass. Warframe takes this, but it's free, and it replaces the random time alerts. And at the very end of it is a bunch of cosmetic rewards that only come from this. Like, there's an armor set that you, you only get them at the end. That you only get it from rank 30. Okay. And they... Do they ever... Do, does Fortnite and all and these other things usually have events where they bring old shit back? Uh, I'm not familiar, but I don't think so. Because, I mean, Overwatch had, did it twice, right? Or, or maybe more since then, but there was the, like, oh, did you miss the fucking whatever um, Olympics mm-hmm. outfit? Well, now you can get it in well, this. Well, that's because they have an Olympics thing every year. Uh, every Olympics. Okay, but there were events to get old costumes. Yeah. So, okay. All right. So the way Warframe does it, instead of waiting on timed alerts, they'll give you a series of things to do that will rank you up from 1 to 30 like any other battle pass. And they've tuned it so that you only have to do 60% of all total objectives throughout the 10-week period in order to hit rank 30. Mm. If you hit rank 31, you'll just get a shit ton of wolf credits every level. And then you can just buy everything in the fucking store right off the bat. Like, you just get 119, and then you'll never have to get fucking 19 ever again. But it's also so that there's leeway, so that, oh, I wasn't I, I wasn't at my computer that week, or two weeks in a row. I mean, I'm not going to lie, I wish it were more straightforward than what you're describing. What do you, what do you, but I guess what I, do you want? No, no. Like, what, no, I mean, what is your ideal here? Um, I want that outfit. Okay, here's how you buy it. Or, well, that is ninety nine percent of the stuff in the game, right? These are for special this occasions. Is, this is and Street Fighter did it with the like the yeah. the, the special costumes as well. And it's it's and, an uh, it's an armor set. It's not a it's not a an outfit. Which is our armor set are essentially attachments you attach to your shoulder, your chest, and your knees. Mm-hmm. Um, and are they like always like sort of leaps and bounds ahead in terms of just how cool they look compared to? No, this one looks all right. Okay, some some are. Like, the Edo Prime armor set is unbelievable, and so is the Targus one. Because sometimes when you're looking at the difference between, like, a uh, texture change, a color change, and, and a model, a model change, change. With, with colored <laughs> lighting and all like, sorts of shit. all right. <laughs> you know. And, like, yes, yeah. you can buy, you, you the, like, the only way to earn this thing is for free, right? And so what they've done with this is what they have done is they've used this as an incentive to push people to play more different types of the game. So last week, it's uh, kill a Hydralist, which is a significant boss enemy in the Plains of Eidolon, right? That's a a tough weekly challenge. This week, it's beat a 60-minute Kuva survival mission without you... uh, You're not going to get this, but without using any life support. 
it's a timed mission that you're not allowed to use the time the thing that adds more time to the clock basically and you have to run it for 60 minutes right stuff like that make sure to use cold damage or kill x amount of enemies or run eight bounties on this map you know stuff like that so it, it incentivizes you to play different parts of the game has warframe had well first of all can you see the player count or player or the number no. of people no i okay. you can on steam okay but steam it, it is between no you just look at steam's most played right okay. now there's a button for it okay uh and and warframe lives between the five and ten slot okay. at all times yeah i saw that i saw uh a gif of the top 10 in Steam from 2015 to 2018, and it was... That's where Warframe, Warframe lives, lives, right at 7, basically. Did they get a bump from Anthem? Uh, not yet. Okay. Uh, not to my knowledge. Because I feel like um, Warframe waves come and go. They do. But they, they mainly come and go from their updates. Planes of Eidolon comes out. Huge spike. Fortuna came out. Huge spike. New content. Right. Huge They're They're uh, coming in with a melee rework, mm-hmm. which is significant. Well, you did. You will remember this. Remember how you had to hold the button down to switch to your uh, melee weapon? Yes. They're moving it so that when you hit melee, you are now switched to the melee weapon and combo to your heart's content. Okay. And then you hit right trigger to shoot, and you are back to the gun. Oh, cool. So you, they, they... Style look, switch. They actually said, Steve was like, yeah, we want this to be as close to DMC as we can Style in our switch. engine. Full on. Okay. Right? All right. That's cool. Like, that's, that's cool. coming maybe next week. Okay. Right? That will probably bring people over because the game will play better significantly. Mm-hmm. Man, so, yeah. So, I guess what it really comes down to is... Um, Games like that, if you're because people are always going to kind of be on, you know, paying attention to multiple. And yeah. as new content drops, you just, all right, let's go check out um, the new character and her robot if, in Overwatch. If, if you like that game, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because let's, you know, and you just kind of like bounce around on the content waves. I would say that uh, the reason why Anthem didn't get the Anthem didn't give Destiny that. Ah. Anthem didn't give Warframe the bump that, say, Destiny was, is because way less people were excited for Anthem. Tons of people were fucking psyched for Destiny. And then they just like, oh, right? Whereas, like, Anthem was kind of a joke up, like, two weeks before it came out. So it didn't do the same thing? Yeah. Okay. Also, I don't know if it's in the news, but is the fucking thing about the crashes? Hot off the press. Oh, man. It replaced 76. In our in our news cycle, is that, um, isn't that funny? I mean, yeah. If you want to ascribe it to a clock, I suppose. But yeah, Warframe. Occur. Warframe. Every time I go back to play Warframe, it's fucking weird because every couple weeks, like, hey, we changed this. Like the game that I played one year ago is significantly different from the game I'm playing now. And that continues to be the case with this ever-shifting, ever-evolving... Well, I mean, the Melee rework's really crazy because they're changing how the game controls on a, on a fundamental level. Deep down, my brain always has that first trailer that I watched with those four ninjas running That's around. That's not the first trailer you watched. The first trailer you watched was for a game called Dark Sector, and it was the very first 360 game ever shown. <laughs> 
Okay. Well, ages ago. Yes. Back and in then, fucking 2004. And, yeah, and then Dark Sector came out. And it was a totally different game. I know. Because the Warframe's original name is Dark Sector. But that's not where my brain goes. Yeah. You know. Uh, I also hung out with uh, some Warframe people mm-hmm. on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I went down to Quiet Shy's art stream where she drew Nora Knight. She did a great job. I also got to chat with her and uh, DK Diamantes and Blaze. They seem very nice. That used to be my name. DK Diamantes? No. Oh. I used to go by Blaze on the internet. Yeah, until you found out it was about the weed. Like, like Wooly? Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Them yeah. Warframe people seem really nice. I was very glad to be there. Uh, anything else? Eh, nothing too special, really. Mm. Honestly. Mm-mm-mm. Um... Oh, I started Pillars 2 up again. Not much to say other than the fun time that I had where... Well, you don't... How much much of your games do you play on the PC? Like, percentage-wise? Now, a significant more than I used to, for sure. Um, A lot of the time, if if it's easier to stream and or if i don't have to switch inputs yeah i'll just do it out of laziness but also because my ps4 is getting full yeah so my uh, preference is to just jump over to steam a lot of so how much does this happen to you where i load up pillars 2 and i'm like yeah all the dlc is out the game is more or less completely finished Mm -hmm. i beat it when there was none of that i beat it two full version numbers ago so they've reworked a bunch of stuff cool I'll, i'll replay it right Wow, this stuttering is terrible, and it didn't used to be there. Mm. Fuck. Days of troubleshooting, right? Days of troubleshooting. Just, and, you know, I have four other friends that I have that are playing the same game right now. It was, like, kind of a thing where, you know, a group of friends like, hey, let's all, yeah, and Resurgence? Yeah. Nobody has it. Just me. I go onto the Reddit, so, like five guys are complaining about it in a thread that's 18 days old, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, the new patch caused this for a subsect of a subsect of, of people with some sort of furious. And I'm, I'm, I'm troubleshooting it. I'm, tr- I'm like, oh my God, I fucking figured it out. It was a weird conflict between this option in the menu and a new game plus option i disabled it and now it runs fine and then i exited out of the game and saw that in between one of my after because i'm turning the game on off and on to make sure to test it in between one of those the game downloaded a 12 megabyte patch and that's what fixed my issue all of my shit was actually totally pointless and worthless and what i thought i had fixed on my own because i'm so smart no they just issued a patch i didn't notice and they fixed it uh the other day i I tried stupid i mean that yeah you should but uh there's weird shit because the other day i tried to do uh we did a third strike stream uh i had a good time and then i at the end of it i tried to switch to yadagarasu and uh, at some point, a patch came out <laughs> that makes that game not work anymore. Great. Because booting it led to crashes hard. Mm-hmm. And usually when that happens, I, you fuck around, you just tweak, you da-da-da, go through a whole bunch of little settings and stuff. And you're like, okay, well, sure. And then I switch to an entirely different computer and try to run it there. And that's usually how things go. And then in this case, it just doesn't fucking work. And oh, you're like, great. awesome. 
So that's a good game, <laughs> which is apparently now either locked to the DS or uh, the rare and elusive arcade uh, cabinet, if you can find one. But I can't seem to get Super. it fucking working, and that's the end of that. So, yeah, um, that shit sucks. I fucking hate that, and I hate that. Um, what it comes down to a lot of the times for me is like, you get it on a console, it'll just fucking work. Usually. But there's a storage space premium. Yeah. You know? And we'll just delete shit, man. I know. But then there's stuff where I'm like, ah, like I, it's going to do that. just redownload get- it. It takes like 10 minutes. Yeah, That's fiber a- internet privilege right there, uh, Yeah, not always. Yeah. <laughs> not always. But not off the PSN server, it's not. So, you know, that's the problem is sometimes it's bigger and I'm like, I'm, you know what? This week I'm going to get back to that and then I don't. Like FF fucking 15 or um, FF 15 was sitting around for a while and I was yeah. just like, you know what? I'm actually not getting around to this as quickly as I thought. Goodbye, I would, FF 15. You know, um, and that sucks. But anyway, uh, I also beat Ace Combat 7. There you go. Boy, that game ends strong with many emotions. Many emotions were felt. Overly, overly... uh, And it was incredibly sincere. Sincere emotions? Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. That... So, like, you know, you're familiar enough with the Yakuza games that you're, you see that the tone in those games is fucking weird. Like, it's deadly serious, slow-paced crime drama. And then, look at me, I'm bowling for chickens that'll run my real estate. Yahoo! But I'm not smiling while I'm doing it. Right? Um, Ace Combat is like that. It's like plain dogfighting, like Top Gun. And then it is just like, we have to do it for... Th- our country and it's like everyone's crying and it's like so fucking intense that's a great game that's a great game ace combat 7 is fantastic it's a good game dare i say it's the only dog fighting game left is it is there anything what about tom clancy's hawks well this is where we're going right it takes a couple seconds to get there and if you're not going to the arcade cabinet for um afterburner afterburner then where else are you going nowhere relevant clearly i legitimately cannot think of a single other dog fighting game shout outs to sky rogue um the people that uh it's the the whatchamacallit the drift stage team yeah had that other uh, game as well yeah, it's Combat Seven's owning it. It's a great game. Yep, fantastic. Uh, that's it for me. So if you want to see more of me ramble on about this stuff and play video games, you can check me out at Twitch.tv/AngriestPat. Okay, that's Twitch.tv/AngriestPat. Uh, let's take a quick word for our sponsor. Let's do that. This week, the podcast is sponsored by. Netflix. Hey, Netflix. I'm obsessed with this podcast. Ever watch something and become so obsessed with it that you can't wait to talk about it with your friends? Yes. Yes. Bobby Finger, the host of Who Weekly, feels the same way. So every other week, Bobby invites guests to talk about the Netflix Netflix shows and films they're most obsessed with in the new podcast, I'm Obsessed With This. Tune in to hear about binge-worthy shows like Russian Doll or Sex Education. And subscribe to I'm Obsessed With This. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your podcasts. I think everybody 
can relate to getting obsessed with Netflix shows. As well as binge-watching them. It's become a new cultural norm. Oh, absolutely. Why would you wait a couple weeks to watch a show when you just watch the whole thing in your pajamas and then shit yourself and just be loving it? All of those things minus one. But yes, that's the uh, I'm Obsessed With This podcast. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So I guess the newest story... Oh, we're doing... Okay, yeah, let's do that. The hot off the press story. The hottest press. Because it happened while the podcast was already live. Yes. Is that Anthem players say the game is shutting down and even sometimes bricking their PS4s. Yeah, I saw this this morning on the way over here. I saw it as we started. Um, so, this story is really wild. So... Let's break down what a crash looks like on a console, right? You have 10 different kinds, right? You got a, P- a PS4 specifically. You got, I hit a button, and then it goes to that blue screen and says, you shit crashed. Well, first of all, um, I mean, not to get all fucking QA on you. There's th- <laughs> Fair enough. Go for it, man. There's there's different terms that have different things. So there's a suspension, yeah. there's a hang, yeah. and there's a crash. Right. So a suspension is... A suspension would be uh, when... It's almost like in certain con- any time where like it's a console that basically looks like it goes to sleep almost. Mm-hmm. It would be when like things are literally just gone to like a black state. Um, oftentimes, you can still hear what's going on. The things are still loaded, mm-hmm. right? The, the game is still running. Yeah. Um, a uh, a hang would be uh, the game is actually still active, it's just no longer responding to anything. Or it's frozen, usually, when that Fro- happens. Like, like frozen, but frozen is, a, it, it would be, because, like, if, if the, again, music is still playing, yeah. sound effects are still going, but it's just not, you can't move anymore, you can't do anything, nothing's right. happening, you could, you call that a hang. And then a crash is when the apps, the application is no longer running. All right. An error has been, uh, you know, like what you, it runs into an error, and you'd have to debug it or so, a compiling error or whatever. The then case inside be, you know. of Crash on the PS4, I have a lot of experience with this. You have it just cuts to the blue screen and says your shit crashed, yes. and you go okay, and then you go back to the main. Do menu. you want to send it to Sony? Right. Yeah, that's fine. That sucks, but it's fine. Then you have uh, the game froze, and whatever the last sound effect happened is now playing Infinity. And you have to unplug the fucking machine to get out of that, Mm -hmm. which is bad. And then you have this, which I didn't know was possible for PS4, which is Anthem is crashing so hard that the consoles are turning off. We We had a brick PS4 story not too long ago. When people were sending bad messages to each other. Yeah. So PS4 bricking is not brand new. There are things that, you know... It's but a, this is wild. This freaks me out. It is wild. Um, the PS4 is also getting up there in its years, right? Uh, this is the type of thing that, you know, you usually... Yeah. Oh, God. It's like it's the type of thing that, like, you didn't see early on, you know? Mm-hmm. And then now we're kind of getting there. Um, yeah, obviously, the messier the game release, the more these things are not caught because they're so busy holding their hands over all the holes... So that the water is coming in. Yeah. That you miss the part where, like, the back of the boat fell off. So this is um, disastrous. This didn't damage your system, for sure. Yeah. 
It, it, I know for a fact that it can damage your hard drive because it tells you that it can damage your hard drive because sometimes... Don't, don't shut down while this is happening. Drives me fucking crazy. Power went out. Okay, turn my PS4 back on. Hey, remember to shut it down properly. How about you go fuck yourself? The fucking power went out, you asshole. I didn't control that. Don't you tell me what to do, you fucking ass. You fucking robot. Yeah, so how often is this showing up for people is the question. Often enough that it's a fucking news story. There are several reports on the game's official form of this happening. Uh, as well, console powers down. Will not power on using the normal method. Oh, man. So, yeah, you got to do the hold the button and safe mode it. That's bad. The safe mode. Uh, what is happening? That was, that-, the, that was actually the same thing that happened with... Um, what happened to me the other day? Uh, I was getting a weird. I was getting a weird not boot up issue as well, and I had to boot it up in safe mode. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, that happened to my. PS4. I don't like this. I had to go into recovery, and then I had to do uh, a particular type of restart where it doesn't. It's not. It's like you know, like refreshing your Windows, mm-hmm. or Windows refresh or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was like that. It had to do a, like a refresh. So the thing about this that's actually really crazy is that as a result, it appears that Sony is offer like will refund you if you ask for one which is crazy because the sony store the playstation store they fucking hate refunding you Hmm. they fucking hate that shit it is a massive pain in the ass to get a refund out of them so if they've actually like if if there are multiple people getting refunds for this that's probably like hey if people complain about anthem breaking just fucking give them give them their money back which is like uh one player reports that it bricked their console uh, multiple people are getting the crash. Only one brick, it seems. And one brick too money. Too me- yeah, yeah, yeah. One brick too money. That's what I meant to say. Huh. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I'm just glossing over this because again, it happened while we were live. Anthem sucks, man. Um, I think I've had more fun making fun of Anthem than I could ever have playing it. Ugh. Nope. Nope. Just warnings from the Reddit. That's about it. Yeah, that's uh that's a fucking bad one, dude. That's a bad one. That should not have gotten through. Um I still <laughs> I still really, really, really hope that they can patch this into something good. Like it would be cool to see it patched into something good. I don't think that's actually possible. I think it's possible, but I think it's going to take a very long time. No, here's the thing. But no, but no, you here's the thing, <laughs> and, and right because here's the uh, here's the thing. Um, the original first story on the docket was was that Bioware deploys a patch to fix their loot problem, uh-huh. as discussed last week, uh-huh. where we were talking about how. It actually is like a, um, it's a number, yeah. And you can modify that number to adjust. You can juice it. You can ju- to fix that 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 loot problem that you were talking we were talking about. Where I'm like, yeah, no, it's not going to take them a year to do this. It's not going to. It's not that you know. So we were talking last week about the problem with you getting weapons that are worthless, yeah, and the tethering timer and such. Um, and yeah, basically they put out a hotfix note uh, saying that the inscriptions are going to be fixed. Uh, masterwork crafting costs are going to be fixed, and a lot of the the um, uh, and the whole thing about you getting worthless items is yeah. not going to happen anymore. So here, so here's the thing, Wooly. 
the technical state of the game and stuff like this is one thing. The design of the game is the other thing. Yes. The design of the loot game they have created has serious fucking problems. The main fact is that the guns are all the same. For a loot game, that is a fucking problem. Because who care? you just want the biggest number then. It doesn't even matter what gear you get. Right? Mm-hmm. And the design problems, those take forever to fucking change. They usually come alongside expansions. Depends on the nature of the design problem. Depends on how deep-rooted it is. And depends on whether it comes down to... Like I said, values need adjusting is one thing. Um, this core system mechanic in the loop should not be there is another. Yeah. Right? Uh, what, we, we, what we were discussing is values need adjusting. This happens... This You get a thing that's shit. Or what you get is not what it should be. Or the rates. or the, You know what I mean? Like all of yeah. that is very tweakable. And you can live, you can, you can, you can hot fix that. But, um, we've seen miracles happen in the sense of, uh, No Man's Sky. I wouldn't call that a miracle. We've seen giant turnarounds happen in the sense of No Man's Sky. They kept working on that game for years and years and years. We've seen bad launches turn into better, uh, products in the form of No Man's Sky. What, what concession do you want here? <laughs> it's a different thing. I don't want a concession. <laughs> I have zero faith that this game will be improved to the point of goodness. Yeah, that's fine. That's, like, that's, that's plausible. Plausible. Take that as your word. Uh, I'm, I'm merely saying that I hope it does. Yeah. Because that'd then, be cool. Then that'd be cool. But I doubt it. I mean, Warframe will still exist. Nothing's going to stop that from existing. Uh, what does that have to do with this? Oh, because no, I'm like, I, like chat was like, but Warframe. Yeah. So I was just like, yeah, Warframe exists. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. I'm I'm just saying that it would be cool if the game could fix its problems, so that like what I do like about it mm-hmm. is not surrounded and and mirthed in garbage. Yeah. Uh, th- that would be it would nice. be a lot easier to let it go. See, because here's the thing, right? Um, besides inherent like differences in how we approach these things, yeah, the stuff that I think is cool here doesn't mean as much to you. I didn't like the like the, I touched it and was like, oh, this controls bad. Done. Which is why right. you're much more willing to dismiss it off outright. Whereas I kind of well, like, also, I liked parts of it. So because I liked parts of it, I'm hopeful to see those parts. Well, also you have to remember, I'm a huge fan of the Bioware output from like '96 to 2005, and this game is like actively repulsive to me on those crowds. Fair enough, but as. I- the future of Bioware is yeah. this tra- is this crappy loot game. Certainly, but we're also talking excitedly about Respawn's latest Battle Royale. Yeah. So Respawn makes shooters. Things can happen, you know. Wooly, I used to be into fucking Call of Duty 4 and Modern Warfare 2. I know, but not Battle Royale necessarily. I played PUBG. That was the first one. We found out about that live on stream together. Yeah, like six <laughs> months after it came out. Yeah, yeah. No, it it just comes down to it just comes down to um even though this is not what BioWare um traditionally makes and what they traditionally made was something that scratched the niche that no one was really scratching. Yeah. Um what they decided to swerve into as a thing where I'm like, "Oh, but I do like those robots though." Yeah. So, 
I'm like, I'd like to see. This is just Mass that. Effect Andromeda too. Ooh. And I and I, I don't see it that way. It feels like Mass Effect Andromeda. I don't see it that way, and the reason why I don't see it that way is because I have no feelings about Andromeda. No, I mean it. It. I think it literally is Mass Effect. I think there is asset reuse. I think that the game's core basis is from Andromeda because huh. it feels the same, huh. just with flying added. I haven't. I, that's. A, I haven't heard that. Interesting. Okay. People are pointing out in chat that it has the same bugs. Well, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. And it is, yes, it is, in fact. But Okay, that was a guess. Okay. And yes, it is built off Andromeda. You can feel it. Yeah, you can totally feel it. You can see it. It wow. looks like it. Wow. Because the Mass Effect 3 multiplayer combat was really popular. That's what makes Anthem. Was it, was it, like, was Mass Effect uh, multiplayer... Like Anthem without flying? It was it was like... Uh, Were there Overwatch two abilities and an ult? Yes, kind of. Not not exactly, but it was a lot closer to that, yeah. Hmm. So six years ago, when that was really popular, they really? said, hey, let's make a game like that that's big, like the Destiny and the Mass Effect. I didn't know that. Okay. So, like, I have, a, I have like, built-in cynicism over the fact that that game shouldn't have had multiplayer. They should have worked harder on the story... And then this is just that mistake. Like, there's there's a way you can see this, Willie, as Anthem is the Mass Effect 3 ending spiraling into the future of shit. How many, um... How many, uh, yeah, like... Anyway, the Mass Effect 3 ending, to me, represents nothing but uh, uh, an emotion and a feeling. Because, to date, I still don't actually know what the content is. Yeah. So... What is your? What comes to mind when you think of? I can I can clarify that without spoiling colors and emotions, right? Yeah, yeah. no, it's they uh, in an interview a couple weeks before the game came out. Casey Hudson said, "Don't worry, the ending won't be this. That would be terrible." And it was exactly, exactly that. that. Okay. What comes to mind when you think of games that included an unnecessary multiplayer at sacrifice of the single player? I think it's horrible and i think i would no literally what titles come to mind uh metroid prime and dead space 2 metroid prime right dead space 2 metroid prime is the one i'm like let's see if we land on the same page here but you know what's funny dead space 2s is really bad i tried to play it the funny part about metroid primes it's that it's still fun yeah i'm sure metroid primes multiplayer is actually pretty fun but it existed at detriment of the single player i would say Dead Space 3 as well. I would also say... Didn't need to be there. I would also say Bioshock 2's multiplayer. Hmm. Didn't need to be there. Hmm. Uh, Bionic Commando 2009's didn't need to be there either. And uh, Almost every time... But it did have a really fun swing and snipe ability. Almost every single time I can think of a game in which they added multiplayer and everyone was like, what? Like, I, it would always feel, whether it's justified or not, that that came at the expense of something in the base game. I've been bringing that game up way too much recently. Time to stop for a while. What game is that? Bionic Commando. You don't need to stop. You like that game. I like that game. Choginga. That game's a seven. <laughs> That's a good seven. Uh, remember the multiplayer demo? Yeah, and how we blew a shit ton of time into it? It was actually really, really fun. You know why? 
because that's the best map in that multiplayer by far. Yeah, by yeah, far. Yeah. One skyscraper. Yeah, and you that map was super of, good. Yeah, it was a really good idea. I played. The, I tried to play the multiplayer, and when I found matches, guess what? Every other map in that game, it, multiplayer is terrible. They should have all been Soul Calibur threat stages yeah. that you could fall off of because the swinging back up to the stage made it. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really And you all you were always near other people because there, there was a relatively small stage. The threat of getting shot and or kicked off the fucking level and missing your grab back on was a good time. If there was all little stages like that, that multiplayer would have been something. But there, a lot of the stages were these big, wide-open vistas. It's like, well, it sucks. Because the core run-and-shoot is not what no. you're playing this for. We're playing it for the swing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, can we get... A big old clear soundbite. Can we get a big old fucking... Um, I'm prepping my mouth. We need you to say the catchphrase. Can we get a big old egregious... Mm-hmm. Can we get a big old egregious coming from you? That shit is egregious. <laughs> you cut my soundbite off there at the end with your laugh. Dead or Alive 6 lays out its initial $93 season pass. It's $100 Canadian. It's $103 Canuck. That's stupid, man. In Canadian and Canuck bucks. Also, that is the initial season pass. Okay. So, we need a little history lesson on this one. Thankfully, Destructoid lays it out. But just in case any of you forgot... You tell that history lesson, I'm going to empty my bladder. Excuse me. When we booted this game up for fisticuffs... Oh, fuck! It was one of the first fisticuffs ever. It was within, like, the first ten or so episodes. We went and found, after, I want to say, a solid hour and twenty minutes... 40 minimum 50 minutes maximum an hour and 20 or 30 were spent updating patch after patch update after update of costumes because by the end literally hundreds of costumes were added to the game right every girl had multiple bikinis and the multiple bikinis resulted in gigs and gigs and gigs of downloading uh we you couldn't navigate the store for content if you were looking for any particular thing because it would take a while. It would take a couple seconds to load, not unlike a, a character um, character creator in, in the new Soul Calibur because of the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of updates and, hundred, and, and content and bikinis and whatnot. When you tallied it all up together, which we couldn't do at the time because the list was endless, you got to literally – over a thousand pounds of paid additional content convert that to what you will in american or canadian dollars but literally thousands of dollars of dlc were put into dlc uh, into dead or alive 5 um if the game were free to play Shrug. i would still be like really a thousand dollars plus. Well, they're they're do, they're they're catering to the anime titty figurine mo- market here. But, but there's a buy-in. I, but I have never seen a company put on their fucking Captain Ahab as hard as I have than fucking Tecmo here. Uh huh. 
because man are they whale hunting listen guys we got we got the the maid outfits but then we got the maid outfits that have a different hat $35 the new season pass has been announced it's not announced it's exists it's up for sale on steam you can go look at it and you can click the button and it is a $93 season pass or if you're in uh, England, 74 pounds. Or if you're in Canada, let's check it live. A hundred and... What? A hundred and two dollars and ninety-nine cents. Plus tax. The base game, Dead or Alive 6, with bonus, is $62 Canadian. Dead or Alive Digital Deluxe Edition with bonus is $82 Canadian. That's with the 10% off Steam discount, of course. And the content on its own, the additional content. This is not a premium version. This is just the DLC. Season Pass is $100. Bucks. So After you've purchased it for $62 to $82. Do 99. you remember when DOA 5 got its PC port? And Tecmo Koei came out and said, hey, guys, please, please, please don't make any, you know, nude or creepy mods for the game because that would impact its possible future on the PC as a series, right? You know what that really was? Please don't learn how to mod costumes into the game because that's where we make all the money. Hey. Like... You, I've seen screenshots floating around of what people can do with DOA 6 mods. You know you can change the body size. You want a bunch of big fat ladies with giant ass fucking milkers? Go for it. Elizabeth should never be seen in a compromising position. Whatever you do, don't do that to Elizabeth. I think he. I think he even went. I think Ken Levine even said something like, "It's like it's like she's the team's daughter." This is really screwed up, and everyone's like, "You just you made it worse." Everyone was like, <laughs> "You just you just oh, where did this come from?" That, that was. I think that was the same interview. It's like it wasn't there before, oh, no. but now it is. Uh oh. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Modders that were otherwise completely uninterested. Oh, you told me not to? Are now showing up. Artists that had no stake in the game suddenly have skin in the game. Well, anyway, Dead or Alive, day one. Uh, what are you getting for that 93 to $100? That's a good question. question. Alright. Well, thankfully, there's a helpful little helpful little uh, JPEG that these, we got here. These things are nightmarish. So, the little infographic... Uh, shows you the update plan for DOA 6 and the season pass one season pass one there's going to be multiple the first one <laughs> is going to include the Nico bonus costumes the Neo Tengu bonus costume uh, the wedding out costume set uh, volume one and volume two entry and victory scenes which is actually a free update because the game is currently lacking both <laughs> Uh, lob- off! lobby matches because the game is currently lacking lobby matches my laughter turns to frustration 
and then in April and May, we're going to get more um, victory and entry scenes as they're missing. But the new costume sets also. So series and series and series of costume sets. And in terms of actual playable content, uh, my and another additional character are coming out in June. And that's what you're getting. Fuck this. This is outrageous. You're getting two characters. This is egregious. And what appears to be more costumes than you can possibly deal with. This This is the fucking template of like fucking who cares about the game part just fucking make more dlc well it makes me feel a little bit silly about talk about bb tags pass and how we were going like wait why is this so expensive it's all it's all the road to more worse because you're looking at like the 20 characters and going like well this is really important this is incredibly important do not feel silly because this kind of thing is about eroding what you think is fucked up over time. Right. Right. Right? That this is so bad those... that it makes you look back at cross tag and go, I guess that was fine. No, it yeah, wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Because you're, you're going like, Ben, that's a lot of money for the 20 characters and these are existing sprites. <laughs> and come on, you know? But now you look back and go, that was 20 characters that you played as in the video. At game. least... This is two. I eagerly await this week's Jimquisition. Now, guess what? <laughs> guess what, right? Um, outside of my and whoever that other guest character is, like, yeah, that's all cosmetic. That's all outfits and bikinis and wedding dresses. And it's all for those who really, really care about they it need that it. much to that degree. They need it. Um, but I, I I don't know. Like, there's just isn't there that 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 place that you're supposed to find? Wait, it exists already. Jim already made it. Fuck off. <laughs> Good old Jim. <laughs> That's funny. Thank God for him. Yeah. Isn't there that place where you're supposed to like look at it? There's a there's a three it, days ago. Yeah, yeah. There's that <laughs> there's that space in between the ugh and the like. Yeah, fair. You know. So <laughs> that you have to dance in between with this stuff where we've come to now we we've more or less accepted this future of video games and we've accepted gacha as a thing that exists and we've accepted loot boxes as a thing that exists and there's a way to Well that one might be changing. But um they're, they're, like for example when we looked at how they're like Apex is going to tell you the percentage and this this that and but there's things you can do yeah. to be less gross about it. Take the stink off and then that's what it is. And so you, you you kind of wonder, like, is this, like, is why, not why is this allowed so much as, like, when you get to cater to just a select group of people and the select group of people are more than willing to just do that. So you're getting only whales. Yeah. You know what we're looking at with this? Why ever stop? Where This, what we're looking at right here. Is the isekai Blu-ray market right? Yeah, it is. Right. It is what ruined the anime retail market and your entire seasons of don't the be anime an industry. Ho- an, don't be an apologist. Are you deaf? I'm sorry. What <laughs> are, are you? What is wrong with you? How is what I'm saying apolog? Anyway, you're out of your mind if you heard an apology in what in, in my phrasing there. I'm saying it's fucking gross and weird. That you're going to exclusively target 
the whale audience that's happy to hand that over at absolute disdain for the majority of your player base who are normal people that are like, I would not mind supporting this game if I like it with one or two pieces of additional content. But you're throwing all of that out to serve so, this extremely limited fan base of people that are willing to shell out $100 you know, for fucking literally just costumes and two characters. You know what bums me out about DOA 6 in particular? I feel like we all made a collective agreement with Tecmo Koei, right? And they said, listen... DOA 5, the core of it is I'm a fighter, right? And they tried to do it more seriously. You remember that? That didn't work out as well, so then they made a, a, a shazillion costumes, right? The last round's a good fighting game. Yes, it is. Right? And then they said, okay. It's great. DOA Extreme, we're gonna fucking hit the limit on on dumb anime bullshit with the with the gel the smear on the titties and it's, it's, uh, look at it look yeah. at buy it buy it it's it, we're going to and i feel and then the DOA 6 trailer came out in which some of the characters designs were like classed up a little just a little right like kasumi's right i think her new design looks great yeah and it felt like the 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 uh, the social agreement we were entering in with Tecmo Koei was we're going to try and make this a more for real fighting game that can be respected and shown on TV or whatever and we're going to we're going to really we need to wrench those creepo dollars out of the creepos now and we're going to do it with this but then someone said no keep getting the creepo dollars why would you not get the creepo dollars now Seven days ago, I was absolutely up at bat and will continue to be up at bat for the continued existence of Creepo. Yeah. That's allowed to exist. It should. You in don't, fact, I would say. <laughs> you don't have to censor that or make that a controlled substance of some kind. There's no war on it that you need to start. Um, there's multiple things here at the detailed level where when you zoom in, you should not then, therefore, absolutely rake the consumer over the well, coals at some point, for some, their access to the creep. At some point, somebody <laughs> said we need to divert resources from lobbies in order to get more Marie Rose costumes. And this is where... <laughs> right? And, and like, so, come on. And so this is this is where the story turns as it is. Because you're like, wait. No lobbies, no pre-fight, post-fight. Nothing. There's missing content. I'm seeing I'm seeing clips of this game at launch. that look busted. Look, the game looks fucked. Like John Lee on a fucking hill, just calming people as they float down to Earth. Um Yeah, so uh Yeah, the idea that you had to remove not remove, excuse me. The idea that you had features like lobbies and, and, and <sighs> intro considered and important. That weren't ready for launch, but... Uh, and here's the other thing now. So this is what I caught wind of. And this is just... I've seen people talking about it. I haven't looked into the actual details of it myself. But um, there were folks, folks talking about the fact that uh, the drop rate of costumes in the game uh, initially came out and was a really slow, egregious rate. Yeah. Uh, they patched it to be even slower. Yeah. So that it would be harder to get that content. Mm-hmm. And then after complaints, they reissued a speed patch to put it back to the original slow rate 
of unlocking content. Well, as of now, it has actually... I saw Austin talking about it. They patched it, I think, today to be 100 times faster. Like, I shit you not, one in the, in the fucking title thing, it goes times 100. So that's the bonus... That's a fucking knee-jerk response. That's the bonus buff that, 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 that was put up or whatever. That's, that's a fucking, uh-oh, the numbers are bad. Yeah, so... The, like, hit the button. We looked, like, the last time I remember we were talking about the, um, the, 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 the lint and pocket pennies you would get for, um, for Honor yeah. matches. And they improved on, that very significantly. And then they went, uh-oh, and then they fixed that. So, uh, yeah, this is one of those things where you're like, in addition to, um... Missing content, this ridiculous season pass with very little actual playable content in it and just the cosmetics there with the – which, you know, makes it more skippable, I guess. But it's just super fucking weird with the pricing on that. You also go – and if you choose to go the hard route and just play it to unlock it, the game really, really fucking rakes you. In-game economies are for stuff that you could buy is delicate. You have to tune it. So that people think it's actually worthwhile to do at all. Or else they won't even buy them. Uh, it's been a long time since the greed has been this outrageously out on display. Yeah, that's pretty fucking bad. So there's no way... Um, wow, I'm looking at a picture of Kasumi in a wedding dress. That's Kasumi like, in oh, a wedding wow. dress. Marry my digital waifu. There she is, wow. just for you to marry. That. Um... Yeah, this is it's never it hasn't been on display to this uh, degree in this uh, in a while and I want to say that um, like the the out the anger is going to be loud and swift because this is multiple angles you're you're doing this shit on. They shortchanged the game over this. If the game came out feature complete and also included this, I would go, you know what? The story would change. If the, the game was free, if the game if there's a lot of aspects. Be like, to you it, know what, this thing's a but, rip off, don't buy it unless you need to desperately jerk you know off to all the wedding photos. I don't want to say if the game was free because it's like I don't want to say like, oh yeah, these games should be for fighting games like this should be always free from now on or whatever. It's just more like I think if this game was free, I'd be rolling my eyes and be like, okay. But they but I bring it up because they tried this type of thing before. Yeah. Right? They tried the DOA as just like with Tekken Revolution, they went the route of trying it out. I think Austin um, posted a picture on Twitter of, like, he downloaded a DOA 6 unlock key, which implies the DOA 6 core or whatever is coming relatively soon. Okay, right. So it will be free. Right. But that will also lock all the characters. Right. So as a game that has that has, that has dabbled in that before and has been willing to, then they can play around with it a little bit more. But the, the combination of all of the above is just not a good look and... Holy shit! No man. lobbies, man. Come you got You got to hold. You got to hold the greed back. You got to hold the greed back. You can't do this. This uh, uh, Star Wars Battlefront shit. You know, out the gates like this. But you can if the whales that exist are happy to continue feeding it. It's so that's the weird. That's the weird part about it. It's not like everyone's getting fucked. The end. It's like no. You don't have to. You can ignore this. But we know who we're selling to, and it's not you. It's these folks, and they're okay spending that money, so we're going to lock it now, behind this ridiculous thing. I'm not, they could have charged three times that amount. I'm not an economist, but I do know a couple things. And it is one of, one of my professors told me way back, one of the core tenets of economy or whatever, and it's important, and it's important to not get too short-sighted. Because a lot of people say that the purpose of a company or a product or whatever... Profit 
is profit. It is. is to make money. Mm -hmm. And the answer to that is no. Mm -hmm. Products are supposed to make money. Companies are supposed to create value. And that is the crux of what the stock market is. That's why Amazon does well, even though Amazon makes no money. It makes negative dollars. But it is so valuable that people keep pouring money into it, right? Games can be looked at kind of a way. This will make a bunch of money, but it makes Dead or Alive as a franchise less valuable overall and will make people care less overall, and it is short-sighted. Nintendo, for all their weird-ass faults, clearly tries to make the best goddamn Nintendo games they possibly can. And as such, when a successful console like the Switch comes out, everybody goes, Yeah, fuck yeah, Nintendo! I love Nintendo games! They're good! Let's go buy a ton of them! And they make a shit zillion dollars. Right? When it comes to Dead or Alive 7, the conversation is now going to revolve around, well, is it fucked up? Does it suck? Instead of, oh, I I love that series. I'm gonna go get it. It's it's short-sighted. And that's what happened to the fucking anime industry. Look how fucked up Blu-ray costs are in the anime business. You want, you want three episodes for $90? It's, it's got the true ending to the Persona 4 anime on this Blu-ray. Fuck off. Hey. Anaplex. Okay. You, you piece of shit. You ready? You ready? Yep. Okay. You press start. You get a main menu. You say, you take that that DLC or that store menu. You remove that. You replace that with the word Victoria's Secret. You press it. You yeah. enter in, right? Uh-huh. You enter into uh, a boutique. Uh-huh. You select a character. That's right. Right? Uh-huh. Uh, I pick uh, Christy. Got it. Or Tina. Yeah, sure. So Tina shows up. She's wearing a normal outfit. You're at the mall yeah. virtually. First yeah. person. She's with you. And then she goes, hey, how's it going? Sorry I'm late. Yeah. You ready to go shopping? Yeah. Okay. You walk forward. First person view. She's next to you. Yeah. And you walk from rack to rack with real outfits and bikinis. Yeah, and real everything branded there, Victoria's Secret stuff. Hanging on the racks. And you have these moments of like, ooh, how much is it? And then she holds it up to the mirror and you look at it in the costume. Yeah. And you see the real price. The real price. And then she goes, should I try it on? And you yeah, you should try it on. And then she blushes and then it cuts to a thing. And then you fucking feed the money in. <laughs> and then you feed it. And then you feed it. Yeah. And then those poor souls lose their mortgage. That's fine. Because every costume you buy comes with this fully immersive buying your girl her lingerie I should scenario. Mention, you don't need a video game. You can run this scam for real if you so desire. <laughs> However... <laughs> the, the, like, and you just take that, and that is every dead or alive piece of DLC. You throw it under that filter, and you let the purchasing process be so you, you, flowered with this level of pomp and circumstance, and roses and fucking glitter. Wait, that's what DOA Extreme is supposed to be. They spun it off into its own game. Yeah, basically. But then they said, "No, we want it here too." Yeah, we want you to buy another game. And that, that ha- other game is all these bikinis. But also get your bikinis here. In fact, where you're paying for something that is more than 150% of the cost of the game. 
by the end of this. Yeah. Because we don't like you're gonna get another season pass at some point. My favorite way Which to, is gonna be at least the same price. My favorite way to measure DLC and like and and measure the trend of DLC. How much does the DLC cost? What is it as a percentage of the game? Right? Jetstream Sam in Revengeance. Yep. His his DLC cost, I want to say 15 bucks. Is that what it cost? Don't remember. Something like that, right? It was about 30-ish percent of the game over, but as a completely new character. Game 60. That's worth it. That's totally worth it, right? Uh, Pillars. This DLC, the, the, the RPG is about a 60-ish hour game. DLC comes out, adds a bunch of new features. You can't really wrap that into a percentage, but you can do it, you know, ballpark it. Adds a big, new, huge area in a quest. Okay, maybe that's 10% of the game's total content, but it adds a bunch of features and items. What is that, 10 bucks? Okay, that's worth it, right? All right, let's look at Dead or Alive 6. Okay, the core game... Sam was free. Sam was free? Was... Really? That's true, Sam was free. Was was Blade Wolf not free? I don't remember. I'm just quoting chat. I don't remember that. Um... Well, shit. Even better example. Now let's take Dead or Alive 6, right? All right. The season pass contains one character... Sorry, two characters? Ah, PC. Right, okay. It was free on PC. Yeah, you had to pay for it on the on the consoles, guys. There Come you on. go. Okay. Um, comes with a bunch of costumes. Let's say... Uh, let's say it, it increases the total amount of costumes in the game by 50%, right? That's a generous estimate. And... Um, Two characters as opposed to, like, what, 20 in the base game? Right? What is that a total content of? Like, 20%? 25% if you care really a lot about the costumes? But it costs 150% of the game. That's absurd. That is fucked. That is super fucked. So do you think that the percentage at bare minimum should be reflective of the percentage of the price? Ballpark. Of of some... if you buy a DLC that costs five bucks mm-hmm. on a sixty dollar game, and the game's like really long and feature rich, and the five dollar DLC you bought was a hat, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, unless the game is fucking free, or uh, if you spent five bucks on an additional five missions or an additional mission that's an out, like three or four hours long, you know, or you do because you can go the other route with it and be like, um, uh. Uh, I don't like Hollow Knight. Yeah, where you're undervaluing yourself yeah. too much. I don't think that our count is a good use overall. I think feature, yeah, sure, all that should all be rolled in, sure, and just be like, how much more value did this add to the game? Does this add? Is this season pass twice as good as the game? Now, here, but <laughs> now, now here's here's the the question, right? We don't know how many bikinis are rolled up into that number, but we can assume that if it's to match DOA 5's amount, it's going to be in the hundreds. What number of pieces of cosmetic content would be appropriate to be over the cost of the game? Would 10,000 outfits Well, see, it's really be funny enough? because we talk about like, let's take the free example, right? Because that screws the math up. How much more cosmetics per dollar is there in Warframe than the game? Infinity. Yeah. Right? The math doesn't work. 
for a game that you buy like this, I don't know. I really don't. What's the number? I don't know. But I know it's gross. Like, what is it? I don't know. I don't know anything about art, but I know what I like. Right? Yeah. And there's also, I think, an old Supreme Court uh, case in the U.S. where it's like, I don't know what obscene... I don't know how to define obscenity, but I know it when I see it or something like that. Yeah. This is obscene. Because... <laughs> this is obscene. And not because of the titties. Those are nice. Because, again, if 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 I'm, like... My my brain will tell you like I like I said you fucking you get that Victoria's Secret menu in there or whatever you need to you spin what you got to spin yeah. you know how you spin this you go hey man that's like ten cents per outfit yeah sure if it's ten cents per outfit holy shit look at the value if they say hey if, if that wedding pack isn't one wedding costume per character it's thirty five okay you know what that's pretty crazy actually but it's not it's one. For most of them. I bet it won't. Or what if they were like a dollar? Well, that's a value of a dollar per costume. A hundred dollars, you're getting a hundred costumes. Okay. You know what? Fine. But it's not. You know it's not. It's going to be a ridiculously large amount. It's going to be the Over entire. Over time. It's going to be, if we're Season looking at. Season pat. I. I don't think for right. Hey, let's look at let's it. Let's assume each one of these sets is is the whole cast. No, it's half the cast. Costume set one is going to be all the girls, and costume set two is going to be the guys. Uh, okay, so you think the volumes represent? Yeah, okay. I do. So you think that this is actually one set of costumes, two sets of costumes? Yeah, and then that's it. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Two dollars per costume, if there's fifty characters or whatever the fuck. But also, it's it's like, hey, man, you need every costume. Yeah. It, 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 it's it's a fucking just... I want to be able to respect DOA as a fighting like as a fighting game. I mean, that's hilarious. That's an sentence based on the history of DOA. I know. Hear. But DOA There's has, a couple of those games that are fantastic. DOA gameplay has gotten way, way better with the recent games. Yeah. Yeah. But like, and I don't mean because it's a creepy anime game. There's tons of creepy anime games that you can respect. Unius is a creepy anime game, but um, it's it's just an anime game. Yeah, you heard me. Um, But like this, like the product is like slimy. Like the the business aspect of this game is like repulsive, and it sucks. (laughs) Mydoacams.com. Oh boy, yeah. Anyway, play a little sound every time you every time you buy a costume. <laughs> oh, do we have any Unius news this week? Uh, we've got, I mean, we've got the big news. If we can go there next, is that where you want to go? <gasps> I want to go to the place where you forgot to turn your phone on silent. Ah! But it's a great ringtone. So I'm, it is a good I, ringtone. I'm, it's pretty I'm good. Enjoying it. Um. Was that important? Um, breaking news. Oh, fuck. Oh, are you serious? If it's not breaking, I'm going to blow it up. Oh, I love that. I get sometimes when I finish the podcast, I check my Discord and Twitter. People are like, did you see this? Like, I'm like, we talked gonna, about it last if week. If you're going to do this live because you know I'm live and it's not a thing and it's not big breaking. All right. I'm going to blow it up. Who do we got sending this in? Uh... 
Critical Role animated special fully funded on Kickstarter in under one hour. Cool. Featuring voice actors from Persona, The Last of Us, Spider-Man, PS4, and more. Well, the, the people on Critical Role. Critical Role, the longstanding uh, live stream Dungeons & Dragons game featuring various voice actors, has had an animation Kickstarter, and it was fully funded in under an hour for a goal of $750,000. I'll believe that in an instant. That makes perfect sense. That's pretty cool. Do they get the D&D license? Ooh. I don't think they have to. Yeah, I like mean, um, do their own fucking shit. Harmon Quest didn't have to do it, right? Yeah. Is it ubiquitous enough that you can just be like, fuck it, it's D&D? Uh, let's see. I don't know. Um... It says Dungeons and Dragons right there on the Kickstarter. Okay, so yeah, they got it. So yeah. I'm going to assume that Matthew Mercer actually got the license. That's cool. That is like Critical Role is one of those things that I heard about it. I'm like that is whoever. Oh, that is the best idea. That is such a good idea. Oh, voice actors doing D and D. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but D and D playthroughs and D and D LPs are just becoming like the absolute norm. Yeah, but know? what I mean is like get all get do it with these Mercer's professionals and, yeah. and, you, and the remainder just fucking voice acted to shit. Uh, Titmouse is the animation production company. Oh, they do stuff. They I've do seen tons them of stuff. at the end of stuff. Yeah, it's over two point six million now. There you go. Cool. All right. That's dope. That's good. Uh, I, I, I have not watched Critical Role. I have no interest in watching Critical Role. Um, but that's cool. I would be bored to tears watching it. I think that's, that's fine. cool. I, I, I've done Table Lords. I, I you know, there's a, there's a, there's a fun uh, it, thing it, to it, it. It just rolls into the thing of like, why would I ever watch anyone play games? That's stupid. Yes, I know. Yes, I know. You don't have to tell me that that's hypocritical. I know. I think it's cool, but you know, um, we've, there's also been a, a, a very like a very clear like, what are you guys gonna? And I was like, yeah, I, I wanna, I wanna do stuff. Maybe we'll see. Um, anyway, I was in the middle of clicking on a link. What link is that? It's a link to a tweet. It's a tweet that shows some footage of Key and Peel. Walking around. Talking to doing some, fighting games. Doing some handshakes. And <laughs> <laughs> it's just the best. It's just the best. This, it, this is a template that works for a lot. This is the new downfall Hitler. Yeah, absolutely. Rant. Yeah, no, that's totally what it is. The yeah, downfall yeah. Hitler rant is now replaced with the Key and Peel Obama handshaking everybody moment. Where various games, you know, Soul Calibur gets props, you, uh, like the awkward hug and the, the kind of walking by KOF, walking by Marvel. Oh, uh, it's Dragon Ball Tekken and Street, Street Fighter, Fighter Five. Oh, you guys. Get in there. Don't forget about that. Because that's all we got. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ARMS. Smash Brothers Ultimate. It's got Ryu and Ken. Oh, yeah. Okay. How okay. you doing? Oh, my, you how cool. you doing? My all right, cool. But you in there, though. But you in there though. I'm in there. But you in there though. You in there. You in there though. But if you in there, I'm in there though. So the 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 in there. The crux in there. of this template <laughs> All right. is who does he walk by at the very end? He walks by Skullgirls, Samurai Showdown. Oh, it's a baby. baby. Oh, that's so. Oh, because oh, it's not out yet. Oh, I want another smart. one. That's yep. smart. Look at that, Samurai that's a Showdown. Smart one. 
Walks by, and who's this little oh, baby right here? Oh, shake the hand of Grand Blue <laughs> Fantasy Versus. I don't know what that is. All right, and oh, oh yeah. Cross tag. Oh, you're here. Oh, man, you're great. Nice to meet you, Now he says. just get the fuck away from me, Jump Force and SNK Heroines. Yeah, don't even touch me. And that's the end of that. So the Evo lineup for 2019 has been revealed, and it has been a dramatic event as to who is there and who is not. Lots of fun stuff. Lots of fun stuff. So who's on that list, Wolves? Well, um, that list, as we saw, consists of predictable uh, entries such as Dragon Ball Fighters and Street Fighter V and Tekken 7. Um, and then, of course, Smash Brothers Ultimate, because why not? Yeah, it's a new Smash game. It should be there. Uh, but then we got some big shakeups and surprising entries, such as Undernight in Birth EX latest. Wow. Unexpected. And uh, Samurai Showdown, the new one that's not out yet. That's uh, weird. Uh, has show is now uh, uh, on that list. Um, then there was Mortal Kombat 11, Soul Calibur 6, BB Tag, and that is it. That's it? That's it. There's I don't your understand. Nine. Where's Melee? Uh, Melee's not happening this year what but why well um it's time to move on i guess you know it had a good run it was there for what six years it was there for a pretty long time not sure how many years but it was there for a long time it had a good run um interesting uh different reactions a lot of the melee community kind of being like yeah fair enough a lot of a lot of the top melee guys kind of being devastated because I mean that's, a mix. It's actually a mixture. That's their game. But here's the thing, though. I've seen both. I've seen clips of Armada kind of going like, "This is the only game where the people. It's not like other games where people are sheep." And it's like, "Oh man, that's a bad look, dude." I was just looking for that to make sure that I got the name right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yo, Armada, you're a fucking dumbass. That, like that. That you that, are a that, fucking that was asshole. A, that was the thing that got like that came that came across pretty badly. Um, but the reason why people hate melee is because everybody else just goes from game to game and they're all just sheep and they're mad at melee players for not being sheep. You fucking pompous dickhead piece of shit. That is why people are cheering for melee to be gone because of people crying about how, well, they didn't give pros setups for themselves. What do you mean? Free play is for everyone. How come they didn't give the melee players their own special rooms better than everybody else we deserve it it's melee it's more important fuck yourself you fucking ass you fucking head up your own fucking farts asshole god damn it that is like the encapsulation of everything frustrating about everything to do with melee i think that's a bit much i think that's a little bit much that's a that's a hell of a pop-off right there I don't think it's much at all. The 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 attitude of I'm better than you because mm, yes uh, is probably the thing that drives look. me the fucking craziest in the world. It's a bad look. It's they, like they only hate us because they ain't us. No, we hate you because you're an asshole. There was another. Uh, there were uh, and so there were other melee players that kind of went like, yeah, fair enough. You know, so it wasn't exclusively that. That Melee's wasn't been what, at Evo for six years now. That sentiment was not representative entirely of yeah. the. Of it came what in was going on. Uh, late in yeah. its competitive life, right? It came in twelve years in, I think, at Evo twenty twelve. 
and and Smash Melee came out like in two thousand or something. Yeah. So you know, um, yeah, I mean, and 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 you know, the the memes are are are, are all going like along the lines of Uniest is here to like is the new is Uniest is the newcomer that's being saved because Guilty Gear Exert is sacrificing yeah. itself. Oh yeah, Revelator, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is which is really funny. Um, and I think though I really love it's like Goku as Guilty Gear holding um there's Raditz a lot of them. as. Yeah. Uh, as melee with fucking Piccolo being Uniest, giving him the fucking special beam cannon. The other one, I, there's that. There's there's Gohan and uh, the, the the fucking cell is the big bloated melee. Thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. Goku is teleporting it away as as Exerd. And then of course, uh, what was the last one I saw last night was Yugi walking into the fucking pantheon of the gods or whatever. To join up all, as Uniest as all the other I'll games. give a, a shout out to a Mr. Keefe, K-E-E-F-E, who did the fantastic Evo 2018 video last year about uh, Cross Tag getting in mm-hmm. and Marvel getting out. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did a new one this year about Melee not getting in. Mm-hmm. And it's just as fantastic. I didn't see it. It's great. It's fucking great. But yeah, um, what, uh, what ultimately... that So... This happened while we were live on stream on a Tuesday with fucking Third Strike. Yeah, so. I was also live, and, and like I, I just look in the chat, and I see all caps by like 100 people, Melee's dead! I'm like, wait, what do you mean Melee is dead? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? It's not... Okay, even I... Well, like just because it's not an Evo doesn't mean it's fucking dead. Yeah, of that's course. silly. Of course, the game will continue to exist in the in in other tournaments. And the important mm-hmm. thing to note here is that like the like at the end of the day, there has been countless classic games that still get played. ST had a tournament at Can- Ca- uh, Canada Cup that was huge. You know why? Last it's Super year. Turbo. ST Super still Turbo gets played. Third sh- like all these classic fighting games have gotten played for so long and there is an, an understanding that they're legacy games that are respected and have huge you know, like followings over the years that people are still interested in entering and stuff. The so. one, the one thing that is different about Melee versus those games, and it is s- somewhat unique to Melee, and it's what I went on that rant two years ago about with the controller. Remember all that shit? Mm-hmm. Where it's like Capcom and Namco, they re-release those old games. Those games like come out again. There's a new version of Third Strike every now and then. I don't think you're li- you're not lining up the shot here because Nintendo does not treat Smash at all like other companies do with their normal fighting games. That is what I am talking about. They w- even if they had the opportunity, even if they did do this type of thing more regularly, like it would be a sign to okay sorry let, let, no you're you're agreeing with me okay, and okay. telling me that I'm wrong. Okay, let okay. me finish. Okay, Smash doesn't get re-released smash the new one comes out and that's Mm. the new smash Mm -hmm. there are only so many copies of melee that exists there's only so many gamecube controllers that exist that work in gamecubes there are only so many crts like the idea that there will never be a way to play third strike in the modern era is somewhat ridiculous especially with capcom they will re-release those games forever it'll happen it will always happen yeah that's not going to happen with melee Right. Okay, no, my N- mistake. I N- thought you were going somewhere else. Nintendo that. is not going to do that, which means that it will become harder and harder to mm-hmm. maintain these types of events. Mm-hmm. Have it at your house? Yes, yeah, sure. There are people with retro collections that are ancient. I mean, but, the, the controller but issue... event the is fu- tough. The controller issue already exists as, like, out-of-production hardware 
that you need a rare one is now well i mean rare one aside not yeah. not, not talking about the, sure yeah the, just that shit straight up out of just the existing hardware. hardware is already something that is at a premium so that gets harder and harder as time goes on um yeah like any other company would have ported it by now for recognition of the fact that a community is still out yeah they'd go hey player. you know what people this this thing is still hot people would buy it They'd put it out on Switch or, you know, whatever. Or, or whatever the hell. Like, for yeah. fuck's sake, Capcom put a new version of Super Turbo out on the fucking Switch. Yeah. Um, the game came out in 94? I mean, if it ever got... <laughs> but but don't, don't get it twisted, though. Like, if it ever got to the absolute worst situation where there was no GameCubes ever available <laughs> ever again and the controllers no longer worked and we were just too far into the, into the future, they would self-port it to the new thing and get the controllers in themselves. Like the, I think the, the the level of code, like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, reverse engineering mm-hmm. is higher on that game than any other video so game. I agree I want to almost you. say ever. I agree with you a hundred percent. But every time you take a step away from that, it, the more niche it's obviously going to get because it's like to get into this fighting game, you need to download this thing and, and report and you know all. Yeah, you have to homebrew it, and then that becomes a place of like Cap, uh, not Capcom. Uh, Nintendo is not going to play nice with no. people that are reverse engine. That's why they killed Project Melee. Yeah, right? I don't, I don't imagine that. So it's going to become even more like insular. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the it sucks because the only play there is a there's a conceivable universe in which Third Strike has a resurgence that can't happen with melee because there just aren't enough ways to actually play it. You know what the most likely one is? What's that? The uh GameCube Mini. Yeah. I can see that. I can totally see that. That's how it ha- that's the that's your best shot. And but that's a one time reset uh, clock. Years from now. Yeah. <laughs> that's a one-time yeah. like just shot in the arm uh, 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 uh. um so so anyway oh uh, armada was the controller guy great so there you go um lots of it's a baby he stuck up his own ass and he's possibly a cheater great so yeah uh these this evo lineup uh was uh mostly predictable but then some big old surprises getting in there sam show is the biggest yeah this is getting extra weird now at the end of the day there's every game comes with its own mixed messages and every game announcement (laughs) comes with its own like you know so the big fun takeaway is melee's dead and and everyone goes on that fucking whatever you know um and and uh, I'm not trying to poo-poo. It's just like, yes, all right. The thing that, of course, I'm going to bring up is ever since that Skullgirls. So let's it's take... It's weirder and weirder with what, what gets in. We get nine games on this list, right? So let's take a look at the list. Games that everyone knew was going to be there and to a degree had to be there. Tekken, Street Fighter, Smash Ultimate, and DBZ, and Mortal Kombat. Those were all going to be there. I would even go and say every game in this block in this three by three block is got its own reaction separately that I that I have to it. Um, but you look at Street Fighter Five, and the answer is of course. You look yeah. at Dragon Ball, and you go of, of course. course. Tekken, of course. Yeah. Why established, current, still releasing content, biggest thing ever. The, these are know. this is these are yeah. what fighting games currently are. Smash right Ultimate, now. obviously, brand new. Nintendo's pushing it. It's out, it's big, it's happening, things yeah. are going for it, why not, right? Undernight in Birth, 
Fuck yeah. Can't believe it. Awesome. That's crazy. That's wow. super exciting. That is great. Why? Because that game has been out. It's been good. It's a good game. It's never got any type of spotlight like this. Yeah. It's always been relegated to the side, and it deserves this spotlight just as well as any other anime game before it. Yeah. Right? It's the quality game. is absolutely deserving of it. Fuck yeah, Unionist. That's a win. Thumbs up for you, Unionist. Right? King of Fighters doesn't get in. And I guess I don't know what the numbers are by comparison, but I feel bad for Hell Pockets and crew because KOF is a staple of fighting games. Yeah. It, to me, feels like it's something that should be in the Pantheon. Right. But th- 14 is not 13. 14 is not 13. And that's but 14 has that. still got a huge, a huge group of people gra- uh, gathered around when you walk by that yeah. at Evo. You see that corner, and you know that's the KOF corner. Yeah. There's a lot of people there. I feel like KOF deserves You're a lot it. of Portuguese. You know. You're in a lot of Spanish. <laughs> um, we'll see. SNK obviously gets to determine somewhat, I would assume, what they kind of want to push or don't want to push. Yeah. So when I look over at Samurai Showdown... I really scratch my head and go, what? Okay, that's a weird one. Um, and 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 any time you get into that, and this is how it was with BB Tag, and and well, slightly. So BB Tag is still there, and I'm like, I guess okay. BB Tag, it was like that ge- when it got announced for Evo, that game's not even out yet, right? It could flop. Samurai Showdown is coming out right before Evo. Like like weeks. The gap in release to Evo has gotten ridiculous. Yeah, it's stupid. And Evo represents the world championships of fighting games. That's what they called it themselves. Yeah. And um, when a game comes out and has a tournament at Evo, like, it doesn't usually see... Like, when a game comes out and has a tournament right away... That's a promotional event. Yeah. Right? That's all that really is. Because every being. match has new shit being discovered. Because the game is too new yeah. for it to be like a fully developed scene and community and game that we've gotten accustomed to, right? Yeah. There's a reason why characters that are not out for at least two weeks are banned from Capcom events. Because that's not fair. Right? So the newness does officially matter in some regard. And in this case, like, you're looking at a brand new game that's getting the same spotlight of that treatment. So it feels like a promotional tournament edition as opposed to something that is existing and established. So I think the the, the Melee Dead memes BB are... BB Tag, with two months out, felt the same. Yeah, but it was closer than this. And of right. course, I'm going to say it until I, until I get shot. But Skullgirls had six months out. Yeah, you're completely right. And was called. I've been saying it now that you reminded me. It was and it was called too new. For um, six months. So. so I look at this. Those standards don't apply anymore. The Uniest killed melee or Revelator killed melee for Uniest things are really hilarious, but that's not the reality. Sam Show killed melee. Sam Show has absolutely no right to be on this list. Other than SNK probably asked really nicely. Now we get which I'm guessing um Arxis asked really nicely as well about tag. BB tag. And um, they had they had a they had a card to play, which is like you you, you want to keep playing Dragon Ball at the event, right? And the answer is yeah, dude, we do. SNK makes a choice, and the choice they make is not King of Fighters. It's in fact the it's new, the new thing. Gaming. And so, that's a marketing decision. Of course it's a marketing decision, right? So um, it, it, you don't 
whether it comes down to what should or shouldn't occur, what has become very obvious is that the criteria is no longer what we thought it was. No. Uh, and the criteria is no longer what they said it was back when Skullgirls was being decided. No. So uh, now what is the criteria? Well, the criteria appears to be a mixture of what the biggest things are. And what who will pay you? What is what <laughs> what is looking for promotion? And I would suppose underneath both of those is what does the Evo staff want? Actually, want yeah, you know, to some degree. And um, does Mister Wizard hate titties? Well, goodbye, dead or alive. <laughs> uh, so I that seems to be what the case is. Um, to me, I would like the version of it where it were based on mostly community influence, establishment, and the fact that the games are out there, you know, um, mm-hmm. doing it. Like, the way Unist got in, I would like that, you know? Uh, I like Exerd a whole lot. Yeah. It is a bummer that it doesn't exist. But it's also like a triumph that it, it like passed the torch down to Unius because Unius deserves a, a shot. But that's also the fastest a game has come and gone in some ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, consider Specifically Rev 2 in some ways because, uh, yeah, I guess they just didn't want Arxis having three slots on that list. You know? That makes sense. Um, French bread gets back in there. No. Uh, but... Yeah, MK11. No, MK11. That's a new game. It's a new game, and it's Mortal Kombat. It's a new game. Um, it's a new game. It's a sequel in a franchise, so it's not see- It's not perceived the same way as there, Samurai Showdown. There are certain games that are right? dynastic that kind of get a pass. Mortal Kombat 11 gets to take the torch from Injustice 2. Yes, and then it will give it to Injustice 3. <laughs> Yeah, and which then they, it will which, give it to MK12 or MK10, and and yeah, and so on, right? So there is a there is a Nether Realm torch pass that yeah. kind of occurs, right? And that's where I guess I'd expect a KOF torch pass, but it doesn't. That's not the no. way it is, you know. So it's a little bit weird. It's a little it bit passes weird. it in between SNK properties at the time. Um, if someone wanted to argue and say, "Hey, w- uh, why would you like MK11 shouldn't get treated any differently from Samurai Showdown?" I wouldn't fight it that hard. I wouldn't fight it that hard because they're not wrong. It's just coming from the idea that, yeah, it kind of is that Nether Realm game. It's the next one, you know. It's but it's still new. Yeah. And it, and 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 here's the 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 really really like, I don't want to I don't want to. Uh, how do I put this? I think it would be very interesting to find out what would happen if something like say because BB Tag came out and turned out to be good. It would be interesting to see what would happen if say Samurai Shodown turned out to not be a very good game. And let's say it came out and ended up being... Like a, a trash fire and a, like a joke at Evo. It came out like Samurai Showdown Sen. Yeah. Okay. Then it would be interesting to see how the future plays out for that and how the reaction goes. Because it ends up being one of those things where it's like, okay, this promotional thing then blew up well, in let, a negative way. Let, uh, and, and, and let's not forget that Pokken was at Evo. Yeah, I remember. Hey, grab a random fighting game player in your mind that would uh, play Sam Show. Anybody. I just need a name for an example. Uh, SNK players? Um, 
Uh, what's that? What's his name? Uh, uh, Jesus Christ. You're thinking too hard about this. I don't yeah, know. yeah. Well, Justin I, Wong's playing sure. Samurai Showdown. Sure, sure, sure. Wins the tournament. Well, hey, man, what do you think? Hey. No, Maximilian. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> no, let's use Jay Wong. Sure, sure. Uh, he wins the tournament. It's like, hey, Jay Wong, how's it feel to win the Sam Show tournament? Yo, this game's trash. Oh, if that were to happen? Yeah. Like, okay. yeah, <laughs> I won because this game's stupid and broken. And, like, I just, I just cheesed it out with this crap you can't be because this game sucks oh you okay mean, bye oh you mean mike watson 2008 what happened there Go. <laughs> there's there's these really bad oh boy there's interviews street fighter it's literally the year before street fighter the, the year before fucking street fighter 4 came out there's like 2008 like that deep in the game and it's before the resurgence of the fgc and like there's interviews where Mike Watson is just trashing everything and everyone and and like placing extremely well and you're like couldn't hold the thuggery back for 12 months <laughs> maximum thuggery up to 12 months prior to the esports era it was really really funny cuz like the reason i say that is because if this is a promotional opportunity having the winner go yeah i don't really like this game mm-hmm. fuck that promotional opportunity yeah um Similar things have happened with like Chris G. Yeah, so that doesn't. It's a risk. It's it a is. risk you it run, is. and and um, so you always understand like you know things like Nintendo running their Pokemon and Arms event, yeah. to promote the thing with the World Championships coming back, and yeah. you understand like the company themselves kind of doing these things. Uh, Evo has yeah, it just always had a it has had a different like understanding of that because the prestige of it being the the North American. Like finals is all has been yeah like I guess now we now to, it's the world finals now it's the world yes but I mean we have to now think about it as there are going to be promotional tournaments part of as there a part are of this corporate as well. interests involved there are corporate interests involved and they can't not be because it's about using corporate things to play the like you know like yeah. it's not like and 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 it's it's the equivalent of Capcom owns this owns the idea of a football. You can't play the football, the Super Bowl without Capcom's go ahead in that in that respect, and you're not going to see the transparency from like I don't know Triple Perfect Productions or something no. like that on that because you know this is a this is a company running a, a profitable event. Uh, what I think will be telling, of course, will be when the time comes and the stream is up and running. Pay attention to who the sponsors are. Yeah, pay attention to the multiple sponsors because every week and every every uh, event and every stream. Has a ton of breaks, ad breaks for various companies and stuff. That's right. And I think seeing who's sponsoring it will clue in sort of like where some of this came from. Are there a bunch of ads for Samurai Showdown? In the middle of the tournament? That's telling. Possibly. You know? We'll see. You know? And, you know, I mean, you're allowed to do that. But sure. my preference is that Unist-style communities that have existed with a good game that is established... I feel like those should get precedent because they deserve the spot. I feel... I feel like that's the most deserving. Here's a really cynical take that... I'm not sure how much I even believe it, but part of me looks at Uniist and goes, there's your feel-good for the the real fighting game-like spirit while we put a bunch of corporate games in because cross tag and fucking Sam show are on that list. Oh, you think it's a pump fake? I think, I think it is like, okay, people are going to be fucking mad that we keep putting these things in because companies tell us to, 
what if we put like an indie darling in there that everybody like cheers that it got in? That is not even that. That's not tinfoil. Yeah, that's not tinfoil. No, that's not tinfoil. That sucks. I, if I was a Unius player, the idea that we'd be a token <laughs> small fighting game would suck. Let's see what happens uh, when Grand Blue Fantasy comes out. Because I'll tell you one thing. There's only so many fucking spots on that list. I'll tell you one thing. You know who has money? Grand Blue Fantasy. You know who has money? Tencent. You know who has money? Psy uh, Games has okay. money. Psy Games. I, I didn't know that. Sorry, that's the, the company. company. Yeah, All right. They have wealth yeah we will see <laughs> listen <laughs> the like, state of affairs so this is the, so the, the, the this entire discussion and this worry is why very poorly people made the argument against esports infecting fighting games right the argument was made very poorly by people who didn't know how to get it across because it always came off as like we have to keep it real this esports shit is poison making people wear ties it's like no it's about this. It's about the whole conversation we just had. And there's a tipping point for when this becomes bullshit. And the tipping point is there are nine games on that list. If four of them are obviously paid for, that's fucked up. I will live with three. We will. You'll never have hard confirms and compar- and, uh, on that. Um, uh, and if, if you there sus- was that quote where uh, Mr. Wizard did say that, like, Evo... Game selections were never based on popularity, right? That no, was they were, they were based on whoever runs Evo wanted to put in because they thought it would be the best idea at the time. That's so, obviously clear. Yeah, so that that was there. Um, that was one of the answers they gave for why Melee wasn't at Evo for so many years, because even though it was massively popular, they didn't want it there because the communities were totally separate. Yeah, uh, and the you know it's almost like you know the funny thing too is the inclusion of melee or not melee or ultimate or four or whatever over the times has been treated not unlike characters being revealed in Smash Brothers. Absolutely, it's the feeling of a slot being taken. Absolutely, in this case, however, it actually is a slot being taken. There is only so much time. There's nine. There's only yes. There's you have Saturday and you have Sunday. And you've got early, early, early Sunday is and, the game that kind of gets screwed over a lot. And of the yeah, time. and then it's like, well, and then that's going to be Unius. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it'll get to be there. And you'll get to say, one person will get to say that they are the Evo world champ at Unius. Yeah. I, I made, unfortunately, I can't find it now. But I. I Cross tag is apparently on Sunday. That's weird. Oh, found it. Perfect. Thank you for talking just long enough. I try. Uh, to find this image right here. What is this image you're describing? Evo over the years. Oh! Is you made this? Intri- no, no, no. I didn't make this. Oh, okay. This is fascinating. Right? This was on our Kappa. All right. So 90s- Evo through the years, but with the companies instead of the games. All right. Okay. 96 is two Capcoms. Capcom, Capcom. 2000. So that's Battle by the Bay. Yeah. Right? 2000 is five Capcoms. 2001 is four Capcoms. 2002 is three Capcoms. 2003 is four Capcoms, three Namcos, one Arxis, and one Sega. That's a big year. Same exact layout for 2004. Same layout for 2005, set minus one Namco and minus Sega. Sega's gone. Yeah. By Virtua Fighter. By, oh. 2008's got four Capcoms, a Namco, an Arxis, a Nintendo, and a Tecmo. I'm going to guess that's DOA 4? 
And Smash Brothers shows up. Yeah. 2007, four Capcoms, a Bandai Namco. An Bandai Ar- Namco is now Tekken. Yeah. Uh, Arxis, Nintendo, Sega. Sega's back with something. I forget what. Uh, 2008 is four Capcoms, Bandai Namco, and Nintendo. Sega and Arxis are gone. Then 2009, you have four Capcoms, Bandai Namco, and Arxis. Nintendo's gone. Then you have five Capcoms in 2010, Bandai Namco, and I don't even know what the fuck I'm looking at. What logo is that? French Bread. French Bread. What game is that? You're probably looking at Melty Blood Actress again. Wow. Then 2011 is really weird because it's two Capcoms, Bandai Namco, an Arxist, and NetherRealm, which is MK9. Mortal Kombat 9 is back, and Mortal Kombat now gets to exist on the Evo list. Yeah. Because it's now that good. 2012, three Capcoms, Bandai Namco, uh, NetherRealm, and SNK Playmore. That'd be KOF 13. KOF. Yeah. Three Capcoms for 2013, Arxis, Nintendo, two NetherRealms. Injustice, baby. And SNK. Then, 2014, get two Capcom. We're down to two Capcom. Capcom is now down to two games. We got Bandai Namco, two different Arxis, two Nintendos, another Realm, and Microsoft... No, you sk- well, you skip 14. Whatever. Right? Microsoft Studios. Killer Instinct drops, and, K- and KI is now on the list. They continue for another three years. The others are identical for the most part. Capcom remains at the two-game thing. We hit 2018, where the 2018 logo is the Guilty Gear font. Is now one Capcom, one Bandai Namco, that's Tekken. Three Arxis games, two, two Nintendos, and, and another a Partridge in a fatality. <laughs> and then now we get this year, which is one Capcom, two Namcos, two Arxis, one Nintendo, one Netherrealm, one SNK, and one French bread. And when you look at it like this, this company list is actually an amalgamation of all entrants and evened out as equally as it has ever been. It is the most diverse it has ever been, minus Microsoft Studios. Which, I mean, Killer Instinct's kind of over with at this time. Sega, well, not for Combo Breaker, but... Well, yeah, but... It- general and sega because uh, virtual fighter is hasn't had a new release since final showdown yeah yeah that's 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 an interesting pie it's an interesting way to look at it that's an interesting look at history it's especially when you look at the early evo and it's capcom and then it just <laughs> it starts to vary itself up what that history tells you is that no matter how fucking bad the new Street Fighter game is, it will always be there. Capcom gets one. Capcom gets one. No At matter least. what happens. They're not allowed to not get one. Yeah. Yeah. And God forbid a fucking Reverge Labs logo shows up on that list. But anyway, you know, not even once. <sighs> anyway. Um, you also see that like only six companies total have ever really had games at this fucking event. But it's really interesting to see the shape of things from five Capcom games turned into what it is now. And this is the state of fighting games. And yeah, last year was nuts. You know? Arxis and Nintendo outshowing uh, what is ostensibly, in a lot of people's minds, a Capcom event. Yeah. It's an interesting breakdown when you remove the game titles and you put the companies yeah, in. Yeah, it is pretty It creates a different feeling. Yeah. Of how uh, we've progressed over the years. You get to go, oh, cool, French bread's on there. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, then you put genre, and then you just write in anime or not anime. Ah, uh, the and then, yeah. Well, now you are an anime or real anime, real and smash. 3D, 3D, 2D. 3D, yeah. Anime, anime, 3D, real, smash. <laughs> the most disrespectful. And then the final genre of Virtua. Or either that or a sombrero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, hey, sorry if the stream died and you missed the last couple seconds, but uh, catch it on the, three, the MP3. What do you want me to tell you? Sorry. Suck it. it. That's what Wooly's saying. Twitch He's telling you to suck it. Twitch does it sometimes. I can't help that. Can't believe you told people to suck it like that, Wooly. Well, hey, man. If they're listening to the MP3, they're champions. Yeah. They didn't miss anything. They're sucking it down through their ears. Think about it. So, um... Ooh, that, that, that took up some time. So, uh, there's some other quick stories we can just really go... Let's blast through, through these. Get through real quickly. Because uh, we put the egregious shit up front. I'm fucking hungry as shit, dude. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty starving as well. <laughs> Uh, hilariously, Plague Inc., the awesome, fun game that I've spent some time playing, uh, where you have to take over the world and and use your your fucking plague and yeah. your diseases to r- r- run things, due to a change.org uh, petition and a tweet in which the developers said, all right, fine, if you blow this shit up, we'll do it. Yeah. Anti-vaxxing will now be a buff that you can use to keep yourself from getting diseases in Plague Inc. Themes through No, no, it's the opposite. No, it's not. It's literally it's it's literally the other thing. Please pet- petition is to put anti-vaxxing as a buff. Yeah, to your disease. It makes it easier for people to get sick because they're not vaccinating against the plague. Well, either way, it is hilarious and good on Themes them. Themes through gameplay. There you go. They have uh, agreed because the signatures have been reached their quota, and now easy mode has been unlocked. <laughs> easy mode is now selectable. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, so we got that going down. That's funny. We got Pokemon Sword and Shield and a bunch of people doing their best. Scottish accents. Yes. The Scottish girl Pokemon trainer is the best character that Nintendo has ever not actually created. Ever. This I, trend of Nintendo not creating characters is becoming a thing. Yeah, totally. Between like like we're really we're hitting peak. Nintendo had nothing to do with this, yeah. but it's more popular than the original All they game had, itself. The, it's the hat. They just put the hat on that character and guess what? The voice comes Oy out. Oi slag. The voice comes out. <laughs> is the Pope Catholic? You cheeky talk. It's fucking England is a silly place. It's... The UK is a silly fucking place. Yeah, and I want them to. Fu- they're never going to turn into it the way that we want them to turn into it. But like, I I just all I saw was that video where they're like leaked footage of the whatever region um of the, the whatever the. Fucking... Oh, it's the guy walking walking. And no, an ostrich. It's not an ostrich. It's a fucking emu, you cunt. <laughs> That's Pokemon. That's fucking Pokemon. <laughs> it's a fucking emu. <laughs> I look at him and they get up close to it and he's just going like, yeah, cunts. It's oh fucking God, dude, great. It's... This dude's got his Pokemon out on a stroll. That's it's, the best. Yeah, it's the best. It's a real video. That existing 
for Pokemon Sword and Shield is fantastic. Yeah, they announced a new Pokemon game. It looks good. Yeah, it's like the, the game Switch. they should have made 10 years ago. Great. But good. But it still also looks like a build off of um, Pokemon Go, because it is. Well, and Go looks like a build off of X and Y, because it is. So you're not quite getting the full on yeah. e- uh, Unreal Engine. Clemps put out a video talking about how boring the Pokemon models are, and he's completely right, because they're all essentially in their T-pose. All of them. All mm. the time. And it's like, come on, guys. You mm-hmm. want to come on? I know it's a lot of work, but yeah. it's literally the only game you motherfuckers make. Come on. Yeah. No, a big 3D world where the trees go over your head is not going to exist. Um, it looks very pretty. Very pretty. And it looks very, very British. I hope the I hope the logo animals look just like that. I hope that's exactly what they look like. Yeah. I want a big fucking shield with legs and a dog head. What is that? But what what about Age of Slash though? Yeah, what about them? It's both. Yeah. It's fucking both. Yeah, whatever. It's an email, you fucking cunt. Oh, that's great. It's so good. Uh, oh. Anyway, so we got the that. The time to mock the British is upon us again! So pip, that. pip, my Pokemans, you fucks. Production of the PS Vita has officially ended. Well, that's, yeah. Nine years. Man, that's longer than I expect. There you go. They, they it's it, it, it was... The tail end that uh, the PS2 almost had there. I almost. Wanna say. I want to say. But unlike the PS2, it was propped up by creepy anime games like Conception. Vita means life, but life comes to an end. Yeah. And all things must pass. So too. Shell the Vita. Come on, Vita 2. Uh, word on the street is that... Octane is the new hero yeah. coming to Legends. He uses the stim power from Titanfall 2. And he's got a jump pad that's going to make the whole team bounce really high. That sounds wacky. I but can think of a lot of reasons why you would actually want that a lot. I'm, 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 I can think of spots on the map. Yeah, that is just like... In I particular. Wa- I want to get up there without using the fucking... Without using the thing. Because yeah. everyone's pointing their gun at it. But the real question is, is like, how much directional influence slash how easier of a target are you going to be while you're up in the air? Well, the question is, is the jump pad like the relaunch point? Is the jump pad uh, ejecting from a Titan? Yeah, that... Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. It might be ejecting from a Titan. Yeah. If you want to take things that exist and put them into Apex, you've got stim Plus as a tactical, stim. tactical? Is it the stim? Tactical is the tactical is um he's got he's got the uh tactical is the stim, but the um his passive is healing over time. He just heals faster? He heals Oh nasty. he heals at all. He heals period. Oh that's really good. But the stim takes damage. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So you stim to takes to you stim and it hurts you, but, but then, then you hide and it heals. That's yeah, that's cool. That's a good kit. Yep. I like that. Interesting. It's interesting. Uh healing pills here man so that's what's going on um you know why ultimate got a spot why in, is that in evo because masahiro sakurai works until he's fucking sick and we last heard that he passed out from fatigue because he would work himself over 40 hour shifts almost with barely a couple naps in between them yeah well now when he gets sick he drags an iv drip into the office and plugs himself into it so that he won't have to stop working fire him I'm dead serious. Sakurai literally brings an IV drip 
when he gets sick so that he can continue working as normal. That is that is mental illness. That is class that is absolutely working yourself to that degree. We just had a story is, about is 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 being sick, being ill we, and you need to get him out of the workplace period. We just had a story about how 13.5 uh years is the average Nintendo employees um Yeah, and how they're paid pretty well, they have good benefits, career length, you know. They're uh not really committing to uh, overtime beyond excess. They don't even, t- uh, on average, work eight hours a day. Yes, in fact, they, there's a very, very healthy 7.5, I want to say, or less sometimes for a lot of people. On average, a lot of Nintendo employees are working very healthy. Yeah. Sakurai worked himself to collapse and recovered and now is committed to the point that, as he said himself, he no longer works... Uh, those excessive uh, uh, 40-hour days, what he says is um, now he's down to 10 minimum. Uh, Sorry, not 10 minimum. Now he's down to 10 hours tops. But, yes, him carrying a fucking IV. It is the... And he gets gets two days off per week. He does 10 hours per day. He takes two days off per week. And uh, if he gets sick... It is the professional and moral responsibility of whoever is technically his boss. Bowser? Whatever. No, that's No, nice. whoever's that's directly above him in the in the building, in Japan, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To go into that office and tell him to get the fuck out of there at, at w- whenever shit like that is going on. Have security escort him out. Get get the fuck out. You're going home. You don't got to go home. You just can't stay here. So even with the two those, those two days that they're talking about, that's still a fifty hour work week if he's doing ten a day. That's bad, especially since he's probably lying. <laughs> the the workaholics tend to fucking. He also had uh, fucking wrists that his went to arms shit, exploded, yeah, like Liam. So you know, due to his own stuff. Now the story that that came out the other day when this was um, who was talking about overworking their employees the other day. What game was it? Mm. Rockstar? <laughs> Maybe. Was it, was it Rockstar talking about uh, Red Dead? Maybe, because they did. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to say that happened. And like the difference... That was in- months ago, by the way. Yeah. yeah you, you threw me off because you said the other day. Uh, the perspective on that where you're taking uh, someone talking about how the team is doing that. And you're it makes it like... You're not describing yourself. You're describing this is what other people that your employees yeah. are. These are your employees that you're do- that you're you're doing to them almost is the, is the way that comes across. Mm. In this case, this is Sakurai just volunteering the information. Yeah, one hundred percent himself. Yeah. That he does to himself, and um, it, it's a different feeling from it, but it ultimately results in the same conclusion, which is you need to fucking stop. You know that that Red Dead series of interviews. There were a lot of interviews with people about that, and there was one that really stuck out to me, where Rockstar was actually. The culture was like, you got to come in, you got to be working, got to get seen working, right? But at the same time, the company was like really accommodating with some stuff. And there was one particular incident that like fucked a bunch of people up. Like it threw them per- like perception-wise where they're like, hey, we know you guys are working a lot of hours in the office. So uh, we're going to offer a laundry service where, you know, we're going to pay it free of charge. People go to your house and do your laundry. And the overwhelming consensus was like, are you fucking telling me that I'm not going to have enough time to do my own goddamn laundry? Are I you ser- Are you serious? What is the message here? What, what, the, what the fuck? Right. That's screwed up, man. Now, 
Like, in a Google um, campus type of way, it's like, oh, yeah, but we've always had, like, fucking lifestyle insanity levels of coverage for whatever you want to do. So it's almost like um, if you were already – if you already had that level of stuff available to everybody, then it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But if this were being something that you were rolling out – and in your otherwise normal office, there's no, there's only one way to take that. It's like, well, you should be working a couple extra hours a day, dumbasses. Uh, anyway, um, really quick. So there's that about Octane. There's that about Sakurai. There was uh, a heads up, more of a PSA. There's going to be a Mortal Kombat uh, online stress test yeah. uh, in March. Cool. So March 15th to 17th, if you want to get your hands on MK11, you're going to be able to do so. With their online stress tests. Be aware that the thing might fucking break. That's kind of the point. That's the whole point. Exactly. It's not a demo. It's to see if they can handle the network. Um, they did a little thing that I thought was really smart, which is they, they're making... NetherRealm is good at listening to people with changes. And they made a really complex situation much simpler now, where meter burn used to be in the old build was like button-specific things with each move. That would change from move to move, to, from character to character. That sounds like shit. And now it's just back to being do the move and press meter burn. Good. In Great. this case, interactable, and then that'll be it. So they fixed that based on feedback, and that's a really smart thing to do. Um, Yeah, that's about it. This last one here is like, eh, whatever. Yeah. What would it be? You will never know. Actually, no. It's, it's We can just really quickly, because I like the character. Mm-hmm. Um, what's happening I like the character I think it's cool I like Shinobu and Shinobu's coming as a playable character to No More Heroes um, Travis Strikes Again uh, oh and okay sh- she's awesome she is um, game she's is still fantastic. unfortunately pretty repetitive but she's got a fun trailer and if you're interested you can check that out and I'm sure she's gonna get some cool cutscenes and story things because Shinobu is rad all in all she's great uh, let's take some letters. Hey, if you want to send a letter, email, you know, message to us at this here podcast, you would send that to castle super beast mail at gmail.com. That's castle super beast mail at gmail.com. Then we'll have Wooly skim through a couple of them. Uh, might answer yours, might not. Uh, and then it'll sound something like this. Dare, Kif- Dare Cliffy B takedown cast. Hey, what up? He deleted uh, that fucking tweet. I noticed that you, that you, yeah, <laughs> you reached in there. And what a bitch. Dare Cliffy B takedown cast. I give names to my PC as a fun way to identify which one uh, is which as I tend to keep the theme of naming them after hip hop producers, <laughs> i.e. Dre, Igloo Host, Clams Casino, etc., I thought this was a weird thing until Wooly referred to his PC as the Vector Cannon. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That being said, what other names do you have for PCs or other inanimate objects? And is there a theme that revolves around that? Regards, Guillermo. I'm uh, the wrong person to ask on this. Uh, I've So, I've had a history of naming my computer, uh, or my hard drive specifically, uh, after moves. I Right off the bat. Uh, I've done I've done Galactica, Galactica Phantom, Fighter Hard Drive named Galactica Vanguard, Tetsuzanko, Yozansen, Vector Cannon, Raishin Mahaken, Seishu Zen Godanzuki, 
Although my most recent one has been, why won't you work? That's Which... my favorite one. <laughs> I went over to his old place, and he was in device manager, not device manager. He was in like uh, 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 connected <laughs> devices, and what, there was some fucking device that the icon I didn't even know what the fuck it was. It was just called Why Won't You Work? And that I went, one Why'd is... you call it that? And he said, What do you think? I'm like, All right, uh, that's that's been most uh, that's been around for a while now. Yeah, uh, my desktop's name is Desktop. Okay, my headphones are called Pat's headphones okay creative very thank you what's up guys uh norbert says just writing in with a quick question what are your real life speed running techniques uh and i don't mean biting a bullet because that's just like quitting the game uh mine is <laughs> <laughs> mine is chaining chores for maximum efficiency and doing all my sightseeing on rollerblades don't forget to slip that fresh and sip that fresh energy and stay pumped. Uh, I'm sure I have some. It's hard to think of them at the moment because they're usually mundane tasks. But uh, I definitely know uh, I like to option select situations as much as possible. Mm-hmm. If I have to do something or find something or such, I will try to do two things at once in certain ways. So uh, I know. Like if you're waiting for if you're trying to catch a cab back in especially in the pre Uber days, uh, you don't catch a cab standing on the street looking for a cab. No. You walk to an intersection. That's right. And you catch a cab on an intersection. That's right. So that you double your chances. You option select it. Mm-hmm. Um, Depending on the way if it's if it's two way streets, you're quadrupling your chances. Right. Uh, again, prior to the Uber world, this was how you do it. Yeah. And there's things like that that I can't quite think of now, but that's one that I would do constantly. Do all your bathroom stuff in the shower. Just all of it. Speed running. All of it. It's faster. Sequence breaking. Yeah. No, don't do that. That's disgusting. Um, Eat dinner out of a Frisbee. <laughs> that is fast. Um, I don't know. I tend to try and do things as sequentially as possible, even if they take longer. Because I have to. Um, so I'm not very good at this. Hmm. Yeah. It's it's I don't I like again like it's like there's mundane things that I've just incorporated that are faster due to laziness but I I can't I don't know hard to say the the number one speed running technique I guess I would say is that if you have multiple tasks do the hardest one first because it will allow you to prepare the extra time that you need in case shit goes wrong or doesn't work um oh I've got one I've got an actual speed running one um I like to uh depends on how messy the type of food is this does not apply to anything wet or like that needs obvious containment Mm -hmm. but if you're heating up food that is not that messy yeah use uh instead of a plate if you use uh like a paper towel yeah it heats up way faster really because because the plate absorbs heat oh yeah and it takes away from the yeah, yeah. Is that, that that is right? food specific because you depend paper towel can just fall so, apart so take a slice of pizza yeah. put it on a plate and heat it up put it on a paper towel and heat it up see which one heats up faster also the paper towel isn't going to be fucking scalding hot when you go to take it out of the microwave exactly way quicker so literal speed run tech there is using paper towels for certain foods because the plate is one burning your hands when you take it out and two cutting into the heat that should be going into your food mm-hmm. that's real tech don't do it for fucking soup, obviously. No, that'll be... Well, I mean, how, even? Yeah. So. um, There you go. 
That's a good one. Yeah. Anthony wants to know, Dear Green and Orange, what's your favorite quote from a real person or a fictional character? Um, there's a lot of quotes I like. It changes from time to time. You're going to go fictional character. It's going to be Eliza Kassan from the end of Deus Ex Human Revolution, hmm. which is, it's not the end of the world, but you can see it from here. Um, go for a real quote. It'd be uh, the entire um, monologue about uh, uh, Carl Sagan's Pale Blue Dot and the nature, this infinitesimal tiny speck. Uh, I absolutely love that part. You can go check it out in the Carl Sagan audiobook of Pale Blue Dot. It's fantastic. Um, I have a lot of them. They change from time to time and from moment to moment. So I don't know. Every time you ask me, you'll probably get a different answer. But the answer right now is going to be... As the air is to a bird, as the sea is to a fish, so is contempt. To the contemptible. To the contemptible. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> so it is written. Uh, let's see. William Blake's a pretty decent poet, I found. He's all right. Uh, let's take one right here with this. Uh. Mago says, Dear Lord Chewington and Fuckfacedrick the Fourth. I'll live with that. After Wolves Jets at Radio LP, I was reminded of how many secret characters in games that game and its sequel has. Uh, as a kid, unlocking new characters was always one of my funnest things to do in games, and it felt like a really cool bonus. I've noticed modern games don't really do that because of DLC. Yeah. Do you think this will always be the case moving forward? What are some of your favorite unlockables of all time? Thank you, shitlords. Unlocking DMC2's Trish is the only part of that game that is worthwhile. I'm serious. Uh, big, 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 big ups to the Upside Down Castle. I don't think that feeling is ever going to happen in the same way again. And unlocking like Castlevania characters is really cool. Yeah, I think I think that reveal is great. Uh, I want to say it was probably up there with those who experienced the unlocking of the Kanto region in Pokemon Blue. That's probably the best, right? Our, our, our gold uh, and silver, silver, gold and silver. Yeah, yeah. that's probably the greatest ever. Well, it, it's the same type of thing. It's 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 the upside down castle again, right? Um, Virgil and DMC three was rad, although I already knew about it at the time, and a lot of people got to have them immediately. So if you had a Dante's Awakening save file, you just immediately got him. Yeah. Um, but fucking, fucking uh, good shit on beating the game uh, and then getting the rest of the game. Yeah. That's always radical. a really good feeling. Uh, will that be DLC from now on? Yes, it will. Yeah. It Sorry, will. but that's the end of that. It will. It's just not getting fixed anytime soon. And lastly, Derechui and Fuckface, uh, do you know of any celebrities who are fans of pop culture or of things that you would like to see them portraying said character? For example, this podcast discussed The Last Dragon a couple times, but did you know that Busta Rhymes made a music video for Dangerous where he had a skit where he played Shonuff? Um, That's awesome. Uh, are, are there, or conversely, are there fr franchises and characters that you'd never want to see fans uh, make, such as Megan Fox playing Katana? That's hilarious. I didn't know she liked Katana. Um, yeah. I think a dream casting role would be Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. Well, they... You can't say that one anymore. That happened. Well... You have to say something stupid like Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu. Ah. Uh, Yo, Pikachu's gonna say fuck in that movie. 
Um, that movie's... But we all know that Ryan Reynolds is a fucking... It's a second place choice to what we all wanted. And he Danny, turned it down. Yeah. And, but he's still doing other cartoons. Damn it, Danny. So he's down for animated shit. He just wasn't down for Pokemon. Danny's really, really Yo, if Danny down. was there, Pikachu would say fuck for sure. Fucking sucks. It's going to be a PG-13 movie. That means they get away with one F-bomb. And that Pikachu can talk. He can say fuck. I got a current one. Yeah. Lady Gaga. Yeah. Bayonetta. Yeah. That's me dusting my hands off because we're done. Done. <laughs> what's coming up? What's coming out? Uh, let's see. Uh, over on the stream at uh, Angriest Pat. That's a Twitch stream. Uh, I got. I'm gonna be doing a fucking uh, Yakuza's in New Vegas. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. Then on Thursday, I'm gonna be playing a mystery game. What could it be? And then on Friday and probably Saturday, I'll also be streaming DMC Five. So get excited for that shit, especially the mystery game. I'm more excited for DMC Five. It's a mystery. What All about right. you, Wolves? Uh, you know. Um, so uh, Jet Set Radio just wrapped up on Wooly Versus, so uh, we're gonna be moving on into Wooly and Austin play PlayStation demo discs. Which one are you starting with? We're starting with the PlayStation demo disc. Oh, the f- the first one. That's what it is. is that the one that has Armored Core on it. Uh, it does not have Armored Core, but it has Omega Boost on it. <laughs> what? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, we're gonna continue with Resident Evil Two. We're gonna continue with JoJo. Uh, a couple one-offs are, are always on the on the board. And then, of course, uh, later this week we will be starting the Devil May Cry 5 LP on the channel, so that'll have a slot as well. So we'll have a nice rotation of some hot shit coming We have also determined how we're going to run that. Wooly, you'll be taking control of a certain Narrow and a V-Man, and I'll be playing the Dante sections. There you go. Um, So that's coming out, Wooly Versus on YouTube, and on the Twitch stream, uh, I believe, uh, yeah, tomorrow's um, Get Into Fighting Games, I'm going to have to cancel, unfortunately. I'm not going to be able to make it this week uh, due to prior engagements. Uh, However, we will, of course, be back next week, hopefully with some fun stuff and guests in tow. And Saturday, uh, undecided. We'll see. Could maybe, could maybe, depends. Got to talk to you. Got to talk to other people. Got to see what's going on. Saturday, I'm probably going to be streaming DMC5, so I might not be available. Fair enough. Very understandable. With that said. That game's going to be hot, man. Hot, hot, hot expectations will hopefully be exceeded. That's Is is that the biggest talk ever from anyone other than like like John Romero? Like, did anyone ever come out and be like, this is going to be the greatest game ever? Ken Kudaragi. All right. Yep. Okay. Crazy Ken. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Can't touch it. Toy Story shit. Can't touch it. In here. All right. We'll see you guys later. See you guys. Bye.